It's October 20th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl. It's time to get in the weeds. And as always, I'm very happy and very excited for another Friday because I get to talk with my good friend, the one, the only, it's Sting! Lambert, how you doing? Oh, right. Uh, okay. So uh, I guess since we have the exclusive, we may as well start asking the major questions. Um, you're planning a retirement. Will you be retiring for real at AEW Revolution 2024? Oh, it's a maybe. Okay, okay. For the audio friends, that's that's a maybe. Okay. Um, will you have a singles match or a tag team match? Okay, he's going to have two matches. <laughs> and there will be balloons. Are you having your final match against Doink the Clown? Oh my god, did we just get the exclusive? Sting versus Doink? This is why you gotta watch ITW. This is why you gotta watch In the Weeds. This is why you're with us every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on Fightful Overbook from 10 a.m. Eastern until noon. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> before we continue with Sting, I should probably point out, Vinny Pacifico is going to join us at 11 a.m., but not just Vinny Pacifico. Vinny and his G Fuel manager. What's his G Fuel's manager's name? We're going to find out on the air. His name, G Fuel manager. <laughs> oh, man. So, Sting, uh, how, how's your Friday going? You having a good day? As it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Having come see, come sa, as the rock would say. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's, uh, what's the plan? Are you, you're, I see you're wearing a Colorado Avalanche jersey. Are you Are you a big Colorado Avalanche fan, Sting? Uh, that's a zero and four. Is that the is that the current record? Oh, that's a four and zero. Oh, so they're four and zero oh right now. Okay. How How are the Ottawa Senators doing? Are they are they doing okay? Uh, you don't know. I don't know. L- listen, you travel the world. I thought maybe you'd keep tabs on other NHL franchises. No. Okay. Well, this. Off to a rousing start here on In the Weeds. Uh, I've always wanted to do a solo show. Thank you. Yeah, leave a thumbs up on the video for Sting. My God, we did a lot just to get him here today. We had to clear it with Sting. Did you know that Tony Schiavone is the guy who, who does it? No, no, don't do that. We had to clear it with, with, a, with Sting, and he did it. Uh, and by the way, subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. And uh, while you're at it, you can donate a super chat, ask Sting a question, any amount of questions to do is get your question or statement right on the air. Ottawa's three and one. I'll take it. Apparently, they're like undefeated at home, which is it makes sense considering you know Ottawa doesn't have much going on for it. So, yeah, I'll find something to do, right? Sting, I, I gotta ask you talk now in AEW. Why aren't you talking now? You're just shaking your head. Can you give us a woo? No, the vocal problems, you're resting your voice. Yeah, you're like you're like, uh, you're like John Mayer. He had to rest his voice because he had bad vocal issues. Couldn't sing for a long time. Couldn't, couldn't talk. Yeah, no, I don't know much else to say about him. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Can you do the music? That's actually perfect for you. Yeah. Oh man, is, is, is the, did you work with Apple to bring that to the forefront? Were you working with? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Awesome. Hey, um, would you ever unmask on this show? Since you're giving us exclusives, have you thought about it? Wait a minute. People in the chat are starting to ask if this is a fake sting or an imposter sting or Jeff Farmer sting. Are you Jeff Farmer? Are you sure? And you're not Andrew Zarian? Bottom of your screen says Jeremy Lambert. 
did you wait a minute? Did you assault Jeremy Lambert in his own home and then get on this broadcast with us this morning? Sir, this is that, that assault is a major, major deal. That's a problem. It's a felony, I think. I, I don't live in the United States. No, it's not. Oh, it's just assault. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, yeah. Can you do mine? Are you, oh God, he's in a box. Oh, Sting in a box. Oh God. Oh, we've done it now. I think it's over, guys. Sting's in a box. He's trapped in a box. Can you do, can you, oh, he's trying to get out. Can somebody open the door to let you out? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. One second. Oh no. Oh, he's going to try and break out. Oh God. Uh, what's he doing? Oh, he's going down the stairs. I guess he's going to go find a way out of this thing. Good for you, Sting. Good for you. I wonder if his knees are good enough to get back up the stairs later, because that's 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 painful. It's going to be real, real problematic for Sting. Oh, there you go. In the wheat, Sting is. Oh, Jeremy Lambert's back. Did you call Sting? Joel, what happened? I, Sting was here, coincidentally wearing a Colorado Avalanche jersey. <laughs> well, Sting was here. Yeah, a so man, fun. a man wearing a Sting mask came into my house and assaulted me and stole my jersey. I had to, I, I, I found him downstairs. And I had to beat him up and take my jersey back. <laughs> there's th there's a dichotomy to this content. We have people who are here all the time, and we have people <laughs> who are here none of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our morning show where we, I don't know, man. <laughs> we just exist. I did that bit for five minutes. I was trying to go five minutes, and I pulled it off. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. Proud of myself for finding ways to stretch out that conversation, but you didn't. I love you it. Like, yes or no questions. I Come know on, it's Joel. more fun if I can trip you up. <laughs> I was there. I was doing mime, doing yeah. mime work and everything. It's good stuff. Yeah, shout out it. to the chat. Throwing up <laughs> mime sting. Kim <laughs> Grace sends us a super chat saying thanks for the laugh. It's been a crappy week. We hope we can make it a little bit better, and we hope your weekend is a hundred million times better than a crappy week. Uh, this is this is the fun we get to have Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays here on this channel. And for some reason, y'all continue to support us, watch us, and talk about us. So good on you. I know it, nobody it's, talks about us. Nobody talks about the interviews. They talk about the interviews sometimes. I guess. I I'm guess. nervous. I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention to this stuff anymore. I'm I a little nervous. Like, I'm nervous. I like twice a day now. <laughs> Getting off I'm, of this stuff. So I'm a little nervous. Why? Tasha Steeles. Tasha Steeles joined us on Wednesday. Yeah, we took our victory lap. Yeah, on Wednesday about people who who win. I don't know if Tasha and Diana are going to win their match at Bound for Glory. Ah, Diana's going over. Diana, Diana ain't losing, brother. Oh, do you think so? Here's the thing: they did, uh, they did a really good MK Ultra segment on on Impact, which was like a mm, episode, but. Everything about that MK Ultra tag team just works. It makes people feel a certain way, and I think they have to keep that going. It's just the way I feel. They got to keep it rolling. They can chase the titles. They can chase them. They'll be fine. But One they night don't title chase. Change, they'll be all right. They're doms. They're not Dom Mysterios. They're dominance, the MK Ultra. They are, well, I mean, I don't know about Killer Kelly, but like Masha Slamovich dominates Killer Kelly. Listen, they make people feel a certain way. You remember when Selena De Laurenta was on the show last week? Yes. <clears throat> great, interview. great interview. Go check it out, by the way. It's on the standout. Um, if if you asked her about her, her premium content 
and how some people are like, do this to my face, smack me, <laughs> and so on and so forth. And she's like, some people like that. MK Ultra is the impact embodiment of that statement. It can still it can still happen. It can still work, even though they're they're not the champions. They gotta find ways to get back to that point. I guess. I just it's very strange. It's very strange. We'll talk about Bound for Glory later on. We will. Yeah, we'll do a little preview. Uh, Crescent Star and I, uh, we did a preview last night after our post show. And on Saturday on the main channel, myself, Cresta, and Steven Jensen will be live after the show doing post show. So go check that out. Uh, Cresta, Cresta decided that she was uh, too big for collision. Cresta was peer pressured into picking Bound for Glory <laughs> over collision. Because oh. here's the thing. Last time Cresta skipped an actual pay-per-view, not just an impact you know, special event, she missed out on a really good slam anniversary. And there was a lot to talk about that night, whereas whatever was happening on Collision, eh, wasn't much. And she was like, I made the wrong choice. So I said, well, you know the card for t- for tomorrow night's Bound for Glory. You know and you follow the product because it's part of your job. Why wouldn't you want to be on the Bound for Glory post show talking about literally all the good shit that you've been leading up to at this point? I mean, I know that it's that Bound for Glory is a very good show. Um, now I'm looking forward to it. Jensen and I talked a little bit about it yesterday. I know it's a good show, but does Bound for Glory have Miro against Action Andretti? That's a great matchup, Joel Pearl. Miro against Action Andretti. Action Andretti is looking for revenge against Miro for what? I don't know. That's just what the announcer said on what AEW Revenge. <laughs> does Impact Bound for Glory have a world tag team championship match as Ricky Starks and Big Bill, the new AEW world tag team champions, take on the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta, who does not drink coffee. Claudio and Wheeler have been on a roll since Claudio lost to AEW. It's I'm too early for that. Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, First of all, been, I, gotta, I gotta say. It's been a long week. It's been a long week, you know? I got something in common with Wheeler Yuta, by the way. I don't drink coffee either. So clearly, Yuta and I are doing okay. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, yes, there is a world tag team title match at Bound for Glory. Okay. You know what Impact Bound for Glory doesn't have? A Memphis street fight between Memphis legend Jeff Jarrett and Eddie Kingston, where if Jeff Jarrett wins, Jay Lethal will get a shot at the ROH world title against Eddie Kingston. This is going to be a tremendous matchup here in the great state of Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis is the city. Tennessee is the state, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Hold on. I didn't realize that that was actually the stipulation was that this was for Jay Lethal's title shot. I thought this was Jeff Jarrett getting another friggin' title shot because Bound for Glory is the same night. And Tony felt bad that Jeff wasn't going to be getting a title shot at Bound for Glory. So instead, he gave it to him on collision. Apparently, that's not the case. He's going to win a title shot for his brother, for his partner. This is factual, by the way. I was up to like one thirty watching this game last night, and then getting up at at six uh, to to take the kids to school. So factual. Very short on sleep. I don't know how Tony does it. Bless that man. Well, eighty hour weeks. Uh, we talked about that once upon a time. Cody, by the way, shout. Out. I'm going to pull up another chat and also point out that he's got a killer uh, profile picture there. The, the Kevin good. Owens Penguins thing from yeah. uh, from pay, was it Payback? No, the one before that. They're, they're, no, the, it was Payback. I thought it was the one before that. No, it was a payback, and then recently it was fascinating. So yeah, it was payback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Simon Miller getting a match in Impact Plus special pop me. So I want to bring this up because Jeremy and I talked about this on Wednesday about the Simon Miller Joe Hendry food fight thing. They actually ended up airing it on uh, their YouTube channel, which is part of the the Insiders package for like five bucks a month. 
And it included the five minute cut of Henry and Miller having a bit of a scuffle. And now they're going to do a match at Turning Point. So Turning Point is going to be a UK Impact Plus special that they're taping on the 27th, but they're not airing until the 3rd of November. Uh, we'll be covering that too. But Simon Miller getting a match against Joe Henry, that, 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 that popped me. And, and who's the heel? It's clearly Joe Hendry. It's always Joe Hendry. Yeah, you said it's always Joe Hendry. And, and just just like uh, Adam Copeland is clearly the heel. <sighs> Don't get it's too early to get me started on this man, Joel Pearl. They called it the rated R rebuttal, and he didn't curse once. It was a rated G rebuttal. It was Disney rebuttal over here. That sucked. Yeah, he's it was a, not good. They, this man is like Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are going to turn on you. What what indication gives you that? Huh? What indicate Christian Cage is the asshole over here? Like, I'm going to be there to pick up the pieces when you're when when they turn on you. It's like what? I told you I told you this Joel on his first promo where he it's time it's time for us to team again man it's it's time i hate that it's time i told you he feels so disconnected like he has not been watching the product and he still feels that way he's been in the company for a few weeks now he still acts like he has no idea what's going on i don't like it i don't like it doing huge youtube numbers though good on him someone has to I don't know. I think I'm being like hard on the Adam Copeland. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like it just, but he it, deserves it. He deserves it. Jeremy. I, I am an Adam Copeland fan. I am. I'm an edge fan. I, I, I sorry about, to hear that. Sorry. I, I talked about the, the, the big moments that I got to watch live in attendance for, for edge. And like, I've always had a soft spot for him by being a Canadian and everything, whatever he's doing right now, ain't it. They got to figure out what it is supposed to be. I get that some of these guys who come in from WWE are just like, now I can do long-term storytelling that wasn't available to me when I was starting out in WWE because Vince McMahon and Vince Russo love Crash TV. I get it. I do. But like, nobody is showing us what this long-term payoff can be other than Edge Adam Copeland being like, yeah, no, I made Christian. I did. I made Christian. I'm the guy. I never wanted to, but I did. By the way, cheer for me because I love the fans. It just doesn't work. Christian, Christian spent years in my spotlight. I understand why he wants to break away, but now come back to, or my shadow, sorry, not spotlight. That's on Thursdays. Uh, but now come back to my shadow and team with me again. It's so, I, I, I'm not a fan. Just not a fan of it. That's uh, Shy Town Spurs says that I was miserable watching Dynamite on Twitter. So yeah, I wasn't. Why are you such a hater, Joel? I'm not, first of all, because what I'll do is during all programs, I will just tweet out stupid jokes. Or I'll just or I'll point out like little silly intricacies. Like, why is Action Andretti? Why is Miro mad at Action Andretti? Why is he looking for revenge on Action Andretti? He got his revenge. Me, like, first of all, that whole segment, I, I hate, to, hate to go back to a, a week ago now, that whole segment was weird because you had super serious manager uh, CJ Perry giggling like a schoolgirl with Lexi Nair about pretty boy walking up and being like, call me sometime. And then it's been like, ah, he's going to call me. It's like high school. And then you have action and ready to get the shit kicked out of him by Miro in the, in the next pre-tape. 
okay, that's it. Look at that lesson learned. We're done. And then this week they're like, Miro and action Andretti because Miro wants revenge. Revenge on what? Revenge maybe action on- Andretti. Maybe action Andretti wanted revenge and I just misspoke and now you're running with my words. No, it was Miro. It was, they said on the program, they said Miro seeks revenge on action. Maybe they misspoke, but I don't even want to go that far because I get that Excalibur's, you know, talking a mile a minute while he's trying to plug literally everything they're doing on every show. It just, it bugs me. I'm not a hater, I swear. You are. You're a hater, Joel. That's why I don't tweet during the shows, because who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I Listen, I get what people are saying, but it's not how it comes off. It doesn't come off as being excited for her first own real client. She had her first own real client. It was Rusev, and she led him to U.S. championships. She led him to success in WWE. He fucked in the tank. He fucked in a tank. <laughs> Golden dollar sign <laughs> worth it today. <laughs> this is why I had a sting bit for the first five minutes. So I stopped myself from cursing. That's that's the whole point of it. Joel is a huge hater. I agree. Mm, I agree with firm. this. Now I wasn't wasn't a fan of the the Adam Copeland stuff. Just uh, Christian's the most underrated wrestler. All right, engagement Adam Copeland. That should be his name engagement adam copeland is is what we're shooting for yeah yeah oh god edgy (laughs) this you just call him edgy engagement (laughs) and then just his gear should just be blue check marks (laughs) what else happened on dynamite was that show any good uh sting sting happened so really that that was really the big thing you had the dynamite dynamite diamond ring where juice robinson got the win not shocking MJF was around, paid Dustin to do the Shattered Dreams. That was funny. Um, there were some moments on Dynamite that like, I truly enjoyed. I just I don't point them out because I'd rather just get off stupid jokes on Twitter and let people react accordingly. But like, listen, Dynamite was fine. It wasn't great. But my favorite thing is that whenever Dynamite's not great, they pop some sort of rating. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like the weirdest like numerical algorithm. Things a draw, baby, as, as is known for years. Of course. Anyway, the point being, Sting comes out. Tony Schiavone gets to do the it's Sting, and he comes out. Sting says a lot of stuff, mentions Hulk Hogan, and everyone boos, rightfully so. Uh, and then he he's saying, "I don't want to say the word," and the fans are like, "What word? You haven't? We don't know what word you're trying I to." I was going to say Sting. Showtime. I was <laughs> like, "Huh?" He's he was like, "That word." Show. I was like, "Showtime? You're going to wrestle again, right?" What yeah. are you doing, Stinger? He was introducing his new tag team partner, Showtime Eric Young. I'm I mean, a fan of that. Showtime Eric Young ruled. Still rules Eric Young does. Anyway, so Sting has announced that he's going to retire. His last match is planned to be at Revolution 2024. I know you and Steven Jensen talked about it briefly on the spotlight on youtube.com slash Fightful yesterday on Thursday. Um, I, and and you guys mentioned it. Uh, I kind of said it jokingly, but I also could see very much a reality in which Tony Khan would push Sting because Jericho would push Tony Khan and Sting to do Jericho versus Tony uh, versus Tony Khan. Jericho versus Sting I, at Revolution 2024 in a singles match because they've never done it before. And it's like the WCW, WWE, like the we've always crossed paths but never had a match thing. I saw when you put that in the thumbnail. I'm like, this is dumb. Stop it, Joel. That was my first thought. Stop it. Focus should be on Sting, not this Jericho Sting agenda that no one needs to push. 
No one pushed the Jericho and Sting agenda. Jericho okay? will push it himself. I don't want that to be Sting's last match. I mean, I assume Sting would go over, which would be good, but like, I don't want it. I don't want Jericho and Sting as the last match. I, I just, I don't. I think that's a bad last match for Sting. And I understand that Jericho would probably want to do it because they never had a singles match. Maybe Sting would want to do it. I'm still sold. I mean, Sting kind of mentioned that uh, I wanted to do a tag match with Darby. I'm still selling myself on Sting and Darby singles match as the as the final match. He wants to go out. He wants to put someone over in his final match. Darby makes the most sense. You build it on respect. Darby's an easy dude to work with because he's Darby. He, this this dude, this lunatic, is like, oh, I think my shoulder's fractured. You know what I'm going to do? A giant stunt off of these big old nitro circus ramps and land on my shoulder. Darby, Sting just got to stand there. Darby will bump around him off of that. So I think that's where I think they, they go. That's what I think makes the most sense as well if it's not that if it is sting and darby in a tag team match i don't i don't know do you do they then maybe jericho gets involved jericho and who's he teaming with i mean right now it's like omega you gotta get a young guy in there though like you gotta get someone over in this you gotta that's the that's the point of this kind of stuff is you you know you go out you make somebody and that's what i thought sting's whole promo was about is like let me thank the guys who made me so sting should want to make somebody in this and i think he does i think stings understands the business enough and wants to get back to the business enough where it's like what what is what does me and jericho do for anybody jericho is going to retire i mean jericho might be around for another five years uh but like jericho is gonna he's not long for the business so you got to get some you got to make somebody in this match so who What's your I- ideal scenario? Let uh, stop pushing the Jericho agenda. What do you think happens, Joel? So I am I'm of a few mindsets. One is I think this is a singles match because we haven't had a Sting singles match in AEW. His last singles match was the Seth Rollins match in 2015, where he very famously injured his neck, and that was that was it for Sting at the time. Led to Hall of Fame and retirement and all that stuff. Retirement number one. I think this is it. The, this is the one and only singles match for Sting. Uh, and, and if that's how they play it, that's great. I feel like another thing, going back to the idea of doing long-term storytelling, because Sting is a bit old school like this, and because there's how many months until Revolution, potentially till March, that's almost six months, let's say, uh, there's going to be a long arc that leads to this match. And I feel like whatever they do next week with Tony Khan giving this gift, whatever he's going to give to Sting, could be a surfboard, could be, I don't know, <laughs> it could be flash paper, I don't know. Regardless of what it is, uh, I think that will play into what Sting's last match will be. I don't think it, Sting's going to be on TV every single week. I think that at one point someone will write him off. They'll do a will he or won't he be able to have the match. And then eventually he'll have the match and it'll be a big moment and everyone will celebrate. Will they have another match with Sting, some sort of tag match, multi-man, whatever, between now and Revolution? I could see them doing one or two just to get, you know, just just to tie up a few loose ends. But I don't think Darby is the opponent. I think Darby's a little too obvious. And especially obvious because Darby wins and then what? He gets the Sting rub. Well, guess what? He's gotten the Sting rub for the last three years. He's been with Sting. He's learned from Sting. 
he spent all of his time with Sting. It's been very beneficial to have that team. But I don't think a one-on-one match does much for, for either guy. There's got to be someone out there. And yeah I, yeah, I joked about Jericho. Jericho just feels inevitable to me. It just does. And I could be wrong, but I don't think Darby is the answer either. I just don't know who else would make sense. It could be someone out of complete left field that has to also carry Sting. Like you said, Darby would bump around Sting. You got to find someone who would do the same for Sting in that role because otherwise it's just going to be not the best match because Sting can go, but I don't know. Sting is going to be 65 when that match or or nearing 65 when that match happens. So you got to be realistic. I don't know who fits. That's the whole thing. Could be action and ready for all I know, but you got to make someone out of them. You do. Someone's going to lay down for Sting and it's got to be someone that makes sense. And it's got to be someone that actually wins something out of this. I don't think Darby's the guy. I don't think anybody's laying down for Sting. I think Sting, I truly think he's going to lose. He loses. I think. Okay. 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 Um, I understand Darby might be the obvious choice and it's like, let's not, it's not the obvious things, the best thing. I'm also looking at it as a perspective of what Sting wants. I think he wants it to be Darby. I don't know him personally or anything like that, but the way he's talked about Darby, the way Darby talks about him, the just the camaraderie they clearly have, the the bond they clearly have, kind of feel like they want it to be each other as well. Why Solbo says swerve. Like I I like that. I could potentially see that as swerve being kind of the the made guy there. Um I don't know, just all signs to me point to it being Darby. And I think you're getting, I said this yesterday, uh, I'll reiterate here. I think you're getting at least three more sting matches before revolution feels like they do something at full gear because they, they've been building. It kind of took a little left turn um, this past week when uh, Christian and everybody uh, got involved with uh FTR and, and Danielson and everything, but they've been, and we saw it, we saw it on dynamite. Uh, they had sting Darby and then you throw in, throw in your third there, which I think is Copeland against Christian Nick Wayne Luchasaurus. So I think that, um, I think that's a six man tag at full gear. Cause they've been kind of building towards that. That started at wrestle dream. I think you get something at winter is coming because that's been synonymous with sting. That's where he debuted and everything. I feel like he has a match there. And I feel like he has a match at Daly's place. I assume they go back to Daly's place in January. I don't know that. I just pay Tony loves the tradition, right? Um, so I assume they go back to Daly's place in January or the final show in December. Feels like he has one more Daly's place match as well. So I think you're getting at least three sting matches before we get to revolution. They might tack on another one in late January, February before revolution, which is typically early March, but that that's my assumption. So um, I'm still operating under the assumption that winter is coming will be the Montreal show. And that's early December. That's December 5th, 6th or whatever it is. Cause they're doing collision as well the night before, which by the way, that's going to be a weird taping schedule. I don't know how they're going to do collision the night before they do dynamite live, but regardless, I think that's going to be the winter is coming uh, episode. And if it is, you, you can't bring Sting into a new market. You Sorry, you can't not bring Sting into a new market and do something special with him, whether that's a match or if that's just an appearance. Regardless, I think if that's winter is coming, yeah, the Montreal show will have a, a Sting uh, appearance of some sorts. Going back to 
uh, Daly's place. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just going to say this. I agree with you. Uh, I agree that those are the places that they should have Sting in some sort of match, in some sort of appearance mode, something big, a major story beat, or at least an appearance that would make the most sense. I just, I don't know who the person is that that faces him. And also, I, I'm more curious right now because it's immediate as to what the gift from Tony is. Is it going to be something AEW related, specific to his time? Is it going to be something from Sting's past, like a an NWA placard? It's it's not going to be like your first one-on-one match because his first one-on-one match, I was just on cage match looking a minute ago. It was like someone who's, oh, it's Tracy Smothers uh, was his first one-on-one. So ain't going to be t- Tracy Smothers appearance. But like looking at like different people who could appear, there's nobody on that list. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely this guy because it's a big appearance. So I don't know. Maybe it is a myriad of, of former uh, opponents that people know of. What if it's a, a signed Tony Khan picture? <laughs> what if he gives him a hug? He just it's a, it's a hug. No, the hug happens anyway. We'll sting hug back. It's a Tony in a box. It's a con in a box. No, a that's a, that's a problem. <laughs> he's he was just talking about a guy who may have done that once upon a time. So I don't think he's going to follow that uh, that rule. I Louis has a new bat. I kind of thought the same thing. I thought that like it might be a bat, uh, just like you know symbolic type of bat. What if, what if it's a, like a ticket to the rafters? Like, here we go, buddy. Let's get up there. It's a, it's a seat up in the rafters. We retire the seat up in the rafters. So I agree with Weissolable. It's something ceremonial. Yeah. I just don't know if it's something present day ceremonial or something that is honoring Sting's legacy. You know, you know what we should do? You know what you should do, Joel? You know this person better than I do. Okay. Message Mel Coleman. Be like, hey, you know any Sting-related art lately? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I spoke to her. I spoke to her a couple of days ago about something else. So yes, I could, but um, I think I think she's a little busy right now with uh, with Mister Callis. No, oh, I know. We'll see. He's getting people over allegedly. This is a good point. Is Sting's first belt in anyone's possession? And that's kind of the first place I went to. Like, has anyone spoken to Conrad? Because I'm sure that he probably has it, or at least can get a hold on whoever has the first Sting world title belt or whatever belt he had first um which belt is that by the way i got now now i'm just curious um sting won he had a whole bunch of tv titles in the uwf uh, attempts did he ever win it oh my god where was his first title wasn't the nwa title no hold on i'm very curious Riveting. riveting research here thank you yeah i'm good like that I'm just looking for title change. Where where is this? Come on, give me title change cage match. What are you doing, Joel? I'm looking because I'm curious. Tony you can Lux. click on titles on cage match and see everything. Yeah, yeah, but this is more fun if I do this according. No, to- it's awful. When the UWF tag titles, yeah, the World Television Championship was his first. I don't think they're going to be giving that up unless Billy makes an makes a, an appearance. I mean, it's on CW CW Network. Yeah, you know what? EC3 come out with the NWA World Heavyweight title. Like, here you go, buddy. Let's go. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be, they they got the CW network, but then they're going to come and it's going to be dun 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 dun. They signed CM Punk because it's now the CM Punk network, NWA CM Punk. Stop it. On CW network. Stop it. Rename the CM Punk network. Stop. 
We are the network for Straight Edge. I just wanted to ask that because we actually had a super chat about this. Uh, bits aside, Cody Wills asks, what's the percentage of Cody showing up? Or sorry, Punk showing up at Bound for Glory. You're at zero? Yeah? I'm at 5%. Why? Because never say never in wrestling. No. <sighs> no, 0%. I don't think Punk's showing up there at all. It's weird because... I don't know if if they do this this stupid Kenta X division thing that I just like threw out into the ether. Two things: one, impact. Why are you listening to me? Two, uh, just to go to the Tokyo Dome with it is a hell of a rib. I don't know. I don't think it's happening. It's Chicago. I get it. A shot of him in the crowd. I don't think they're going to show him in the crowd because that's the thing. That Cicero Stadium is not as big as you think. It's not as sta- as stadiumatic as you think. It is uh, very much a high school gym sized venue (laughs) (laughs) respectfully like they sold it out good for them whatever they scaled it to they've sold it out but like putting punk the ground i know that mercedes you know when they did cicero she was there and she was like you know covered up with a big hat and like in the corner near the uh, near the exits they did a good they didn't show her either but i don't think it's going to be punk's going to be there yeah is there a blackhawks game tomorrow night let's see Oh, let's find out. While you're doing that, Chi Town Spurs sent a super chat saying, We need a year long ban on male battle royals in AEW. Uh, I get it, but you know what? I'll take I'll take the dynamite diamond ring over literally any other <laughs> battle royal they do right now. I'll take that I'll take the, the battle royal over tournaments. Blackhawks home opener is tomorrow. I forgot they started all the, the games on the road. Yeah. Look guys. Let's go to both. He ain't going to both. Okay. I got a feeling that for Connor Bedard, home opener, got a feeling Punk is going to be there and not uh not at Impact Mount for Glory. Well, you know what? That 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 to uh, Chicago, that Blackhawks game, ain't gonna go until eleven o'clock. Mm, yeah, it will. When does it start? It starts at eight. You gotta do the home opening ceremony stuff. It's oh, crap. It's gonna nice. go. Close enough to eleven o'clock, and I—I I don't think Punk's rushing out of there to to get to friggin' Cicero Stadium. Let's see how far the drive is from Cicero Stadium to—I guess it, I guess they do. It is the United Center where they play. It is—it's uh, only fourteen minutes. He could get there pretty quick. Honestly. There you go. No. He's gonna do it. It's happening. Tell all your friends. Traffic and everything. Yeah. And CM Punk will just take the helicopter. He'll take he'll take public transit to get there. We've seen he's not above that. Spending way too much time talking about something that's not going to happen. There you go. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, my goodness. Um, Who does Sting face in his... So let's let's lay this out. Um, I said that the full gear match is the six-man match. Let's say he wrestles at Winter's Coming. Let's say he wrestles at Daly's Place. Can you you want to throw some names at me of like what makes sense? You think they're going? I feel like you think they're going storyline on this. I do. I think that Sting specifically would want to do something long term that leads to a big you know finale finish. Whether that's because again they they've already mapped out. I'm done at the end of Revolution 2024. Whether that's the main event, I don't even know. I mean, at this point, it no. feels like it's. The, the, the problem is if if you've announced it this far in advance, it's almost like you have so much time to build it up that it should be the main event. But I don't know. It's a very strange situation because either okay, Sting then, wins and it's a big moment or Sting loses and whoever wins makes that a big moment for themselves and people have to be into it. So is it Sting and Maxwell for the title? Babyface Max? There's a part of me that thought about that. Uh, there are a lot of people gunning for a match, which, by the way, was something on Dynamite that I did enjoy. And I, I think a lot of people have echoed that sentiment that a lot of people are, are finally saying, I want the world title. I want Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That's good. Sting versus Max has always felt inevitable, but I think that's mostly because a lot of us have talked about it. We talked about that being the all-in match, but obviously not the case. Um, you could do it. Yeah. you, you could. Sting and Darby versus Max and Adam Cole. If Adam Cole is good to go, have a, a Ring of Honor World Tag Team title run for for Darby and Sting. Yeah, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring Sting to that ROH Final Battle show, which is not in New York, by the way. Nope. Um, they're gonna they're gonna bring him out for that. Like, man, if Adam Cole's healthy, like I'm I'm a fan of that match. I I feel like that's maybe the Daily's Place match, but I, I like that. I can see that Daily's Place, yes, because hey, it's a it's going to be further away presumably then winter is coming uh assuming we're again we're assuming that winter's coming is in december as it typically is and that dailies would be a winter in florida type of thing what else uh almost says mox yeah um um, i could see that i want to see sting i want to see sting work with guys like he hasn't worked with but i also want to see him like kind of play nods to the past and when you don't you don't, you only have limited matches and i assume he's not going to be wrestling like on tv every week because look the man's older you got to get him to revolution first off like you can't take too many risks especially sting wanted to jump off all this stuff uh you can't take too many risks out there with him I love sting he's moving the way he's moving at his age right now some of these last few matches he He's looked good in the spurts that he's needed to look good in. But there's been also times where it's like, ooh, Sting. No, what are we doing? That didn't look great right there. So you got to get him to Revolution is the is the biggest thing. So I don't think you want to put him in too, too many matches before that. Like the fan in me wants, uh, wants something with Samoa Joe. Uh, I don't really necessarily want Samoa Joe losing, but I do kind of want something with Samoa Joe. I know people talked about yesterday on our show, like they mentioned Jeff Hardy because of that whole debacle that was an impact. Can you maybe do a little bit of a make good there? Um, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to think who else would, would be there. The, the Jarrett stuff. Everybody's going to mention that just because sure. Of course you are. Wait. Sting and Jarrett 
for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch belt. belt. Yes, is what we need actually. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I'm looking at the roster, and the two things that that I'm basing this on is first of all, like Mimosa Joe sounds fine, but who's the it's the bumping again? Joe's not going to bump like that for Sting. It's not. Well, they just hit each other, man. Just. Yes. Friggin just recreate Kobashi and Joe, which uh, according to the internet at the time was just nothing but slaps. Just slaps and paps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nothing That's but chops. Oh, Chop City. I'm looking around like Roosh, you gotta get there somehow. I'm trying to look at the younger guys too. I mean Roosh isn't exactly I want a, I want a Danielson match. Like yeah. that that'd be awesome. Uh you know, b- people have mentioned Moxley. That'd be cool. A Blackpool thing would be nice. Like let's let's do Sting and Darby against Danielson and Mox. Give me that. What if it's simply Nick Wayne and Sting? What if it's Nick Wayne's crowning moment? I retire well, last retire. match. Yeah, what if Sting's like this is the kid I want to I want to put over on my way out. He's young. Just like I was, you know, there, there's there's an idea for him, yada, yada, yada. This is the guy. I'm not what? mad at that. He bumped for Sting like hell, too. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at that at all um, if, it, if it's Nick Wayne. So I, I want to bring this up. Uh, Paul says, Sting wins CNT title from Christian. Darby wins it from Sting at Revolution. I kind of pitched that yesterday. You do a tag team match. Um, it's Sting and Sting and Darby against Christian and Nick Wayne tag team match, but you put the, you put the um, TNT title on the line, Sting gets the win, and then you do Sting and Darby at Revolution for the TNT title match. Because I don't know if he does a singles match before Revolution. I do think there is something a little special of like his one and only singles match in AEW is also his final match. But I could also just see it be like he just does, does nothing but tags. He just he teams with Darby in every single uh, AEW match he has, which I think he would like to do as well. So a lot of this, like what we're speculating on a lot of like, Oh, how we would book it type of thing, what we would do with it. At the end of the day, a lot of it's just going to come down to whatever the hell sting wants to do, because Tony Khan is obviously going to listen to what sting wants to do. If sting says, I want to work with Samoa Joe, Sting's going to work with Samoa Joe. If sting says, yeah, I want to put Nick Wayne over. That's what's going to happen. What does sting want in this scenario? That's why my mind goes to Darby. And I think I don't know the man, just my read on them, but knock my water over my read on things is that sting and Darby singles match. He wants to put Darby over. I could be completely wrong. That's just my read on things. Sting's just like combing over his time and impact. I mean, like can't be people I worked with because I know that Garrett Kidney's going to put up the video immediately. Garrett's going to bring up shit anyway. It's like true. doesn't matter who he, he could work. Garrett will like pull like an, age out like uh you, you said roosh i don't know how old roosh is but like oh remember this time where sting worked with another 33 year old uh you know luchador out here in impact like uh, garrett will find a way garrett will find a way yeah that's, that's basically how we live nowadays <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah i'm sorry i'm looking at the i'm just looking again at the the dynamite collision rampage like the 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 events page and i'm still on the winter is coming is going to be montreal's dynamite okay i'm just looking at the 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 way that it's drawn out uh and yeah there's no i mean there's there's nothing in florida coming up officially so hopefully that's going to be announced sooner than later so we can speculate recklessly 
I hope he does do people mention uh, 30, 35. I don't know how whatever it was clearly. Close um, enough. Yeah. Uh, I do hope, you know, people mention like we need like the different versions of Sting. He brought back the Joker a little bit uh, that for the one night again with Prince Nana and everything. I would like a return of like Surfer Sting. I don't know if he can do the hair like that anymore. That might be the issue. Even not like I want the colorful face paint. Let's let's go like 90, 97 sting 96 sting uh where he had the the brown hair it wasn't quite surfer sting it was like the 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 transition into the the crow sting almost but bring back the colorful face paint and stuff for for a night and 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 do that but you know what you know what the fuck we need joel pearl brian cage only thing oh sorry no the only thing that we need from from this run tony khan Tony Khan, if you are a true, true man of the people, okay? I'm I'm throwing this out there right now. Everyone, everyone tweet at Tony Khan. You can tell him it's from me. I don't care. Tony Khan, if you are a true wrestling fan, like you claim to be, I'm calling you out right now, TK. Wow. If you are a true wrestling fan, like you claim to be, we need for one of these sting matches, we need he does this. He does that. Big as a bull. Quick as a cat. Looks fine. Looks cool. He's his own man. He's nobody's fool. The man that calls Sting! The man that calls Sting! We need it, Tony! We need the man they call Sting for one night. Don't care. Bring back the man they call Sting theme. That's all I want. Everybody tweet Tony Khan right now. Who do you right think now. owns that song? Don't care. Get the damn rights. I don't care who owns it. What if it's WWE? I Pay him. All right. Good to know. Pay WWE. Pay Jimmy Hart. Whoever you got to pay to do this. I don't care. Use yeah. it illegally. <laughs> I, whatever. Show them your your malice. Whatever. Okay. Swing swing the dick, TK, and get this song. Whatever you got to do to pay it. Get it. A bunch of people have to upset Tony first for him to do it. I'm going to tweet him right now. All right. While you're at it, why don't you send him the link for the show again? Dear Tony Khan, the only, the only thing the people want from Sting's last few months right, hold on i need to word this well i'm bad with words yeah dear tony khan it's very unfortunate that sting is retiring at aew revolution that's the gift that's the gift hold on now i got it okay dear tony khan if the gift to sting on Wednesday's Dynamite is not the man they call Sting. I will be very mad online. You should probably say the, the, the song, The Man They Call Sting. Because he has the man they call Sting. He is literally in their ring on the program. <sighs> Stop it, Joel. Just, just saying. We need this song, everybody. Okay? We need it. Yes, we do. Have you posted it on the internet? Yeah. Yeah. No, there it is. There there it is. 
No, it's not there. I don't see it. No, it's not there, Joel, because I haven't posted it yet. You're you're lying to the people. Why haven't you posted it yet? Why are you lying to me about having posted it? Because I'm seeing if you're paying attention to me. I'm rarely paying attention to you. It's true. (laughs) I just it's just just something that exists here is is our enjoyment of each of each other. Yes. This song to be brought back during his final months. Thanks. I'm thanking Tony Khan. Oh, you're doing a thanks too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he knows I'm genuine. What if he thinks, well, I mean, uh, you don't have a WWE uh, avatar, so I guess he knows that you're genuine. I should should change it. (laughs) Just change it to the stand-up to WWE logo? Yes, yeah. That's the one. Uh, G-Bro says Denise and Jeremy were right about Taylor Swift. Facts. I don't is know this, about what, but just facts. I was going to say, is this about a specific thing or is G-Bro just suddenly a Taylor Swift fan? What do you mean suddenly? Isn't everybody just like a Taylor Swift fan? Did you know that Denise suddenly got into the band Ghost? You don't know who Ghost is, I, I assume. But like, I feel like the, the ITW anonymous general manager, when, when she gets around to this, she knows who Ghost is. Married to ghost neon ghost that's fair but I, yeah anyway she just got into the band ghost which was like a bit surprising but also ghost has become a bit more mainstream over the years I, I i got into them recently or she said that and i'm like i've been into them since like 2014 because i'm just that guy never never heard of them never heard of a song oh, i'm gonna from them they're, they're, here's the thing okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up a photo of the band this sounds terrible. And you are going to, you're going to tell me what you think this band's music sounds like. This is my favorite game. Um, I misspelled the name. Tell you, it's like. No, oh, no, hold on. Don't, don't. That's not what I wanted. Uh, I pressed the wrong button. Wrong okay. Spotlight, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's that was yesterday. Uh, where is this thing? Uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game here. By the way, for those of you who are bored with us already, in about nine minutes, Vinny Pacifico is going to join us along with his G Fuel manager, whose name we do not know. So this is Ghost. This is the band Ghost. When you look at them, what kind of music do you think they make? Christian rock music. You got one of the parts right. Why is suicide in this group? Uh, There's a bunch of them. These are the people who attacked MJF. They are, and he's the devil on another level. Anyway, so that's the band Ghost. They've had different looks over the years. They probably go, raw, raw, They do not. They, they don't. They're actually quite rock and roll. Do I need to listen to what? Name me a ghost song. I'll listen to it in my headphones. Uh, Cerise. I'll say it's it's C I R I C E. It's probably the good. The, it's probably the song okay. you like. I found it. I would like it. I don't know about that. Like in terms of compared to most of our other songs, there are some other songs. Actually, here NXT used one of their songs. They use Square Hammer uh, for one of their Round Hole. Square Hammer. I know what you're getting at, but no, Square Hammer. It's, it's round hole, yeah. I'm listening to Cerise. Hey everybody. Probably like go to the middle of the song while you're at it. Yeah, it starts off slow. I like the the whatever you call these things. I don't know what these things are. I'm just gonna go by bow, bow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They're very they they're very good with ambiance and, tone and it's setting. like a, it's a guitar, I assume. I don't know this stuff. 
I'm not a musician like you, Joel. That's fair. You're not. That's that's, that's an accurate statement. It's just it's just like guitar strumming. Is this is this Kelsey Grammer? No, but that would be great. Oh. Kelsey Grammer would be fantastic. Bow bow. Yeah, people are are asking saying that's the calling from MLW. <laughs> Uh, they are the guys who, who kidnapped. Uh, I'm watching or, the music video. It's a talent show going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they also put a lot into their uh, into their videos. Are there lyrics to this? Yeah, that's why I said you should probably skip ahead like a minute and a half. Bow bow. All right, so he got into the actual drumming part of the song. Uh, just go into yeah. Here we go. He's enjoying this. See, look at that. We got Jeremy Lambert enjoying Ghost. Him and Denise are going to start a Ghost podcast. All right. Have you gotten any closer to anything else? Have you gotten to the lyrics yet? Yeah, they're lyricing something. I don't know. Hear the rumble. He's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's part of the hook. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to quiet right down in a second. Yeah. Jeremy's at a silent disco right now. For those of you who haven't been, man, that's an experience and a half. This isn't the pottery scene. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you would expect this guy to sound. No, you expect like growling, angry metal guy. But no, he's a singer. He's an actual vocalist singer. I feel like I've heard this song, actually. It's possible. It was quite, it, it became quite popular. Can but you they... hear the rumble, Joel? Joel, yes. can yes. you hear the rumble? Yes, I can. And then it quieted right down right there, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can you hear the thunder like that's breaking in your heart? Song. Yeah, no, it's a long song. You don't have to listen to the whole thing because we got to. Right, I'm not mad at it, honestly. Not mad yeah, at it. Rats is another one. That's a really good song. Rats? Of, yeah, Rats. It's a, it's more of a kind of a. It, it moves differently. It's good. They got. Okay, so here's the thing about Ghost. Uh, the singer is always the same. It's always the same guy. It's his band. There have been some legal issues in the past because. Everyone behind the mask is an unknown. They call them uh, uh, faceless ghosts, nameless, nameless ghouls. Mm -hmm. And then over time, they've switched out. They've had women join the band, so they wear the mask, but they're wearing like with they've got hair and all that. Um, and it's really cool. They they try to just keep them as anonymous as they can. But over the years, there was actually a lawsuit that came out with the with one of the original nameless ghouls about the band and the treatment and the payouts and all that. Um, but it's changed. So, so they change things over time. Either way, uh, the guy who runs ghost is always the same guy, but he recreates the main character every album cycle. So it's a different, it's a different mask that he wears and a different character. The songs are still the same, but just a, it's kind of art Rocky in that way. It's fun. Okay. I'm, I wasn't mad at that song. Honestly. Yeah. There's some good stuff. Cobra is another one that's really good. That that whole uh, that whole album is good. The the first like few albums are really good. Ritual is another really good one. I'll send you other stuff. Anyway, um, Louis like I only listen to classic rock like Green Day and Fallout Boy. Same. Oh my god! I want to get to the super chat from Will, but we also have Vinny joining us in a couple of minutes. Uh, so with the few minutes that we have. Do we want it since we're talking about Sting? Do we want to talk about that JR sit down with Nick Wayne and Nick Wayne's mom who's got it going on? Yeah, what did you think of it? JR, God bless him, should not have been there. And, or <laughs> if they were going to do it, it should have been a pre tape, but then you couldn't do a pre tape because of literally everything that happened after the interview segment, you know, finished. 
where you had the beatdown and then the beatdown turned into a front of the audience experience, like a moment. But yeah, it was just not, uh, JR was just not good at this. <laughs> and Nick, Wayne, Nick Wayne's great. He's just like 18 year old pissed off kid. Like, why are we here, mom? That stuff was great. I think Nick Wayne's mom was fine. I think she's a serviceable you know, wrestling actor. I know you guys disagree, but it was just, it was so bad. It's good, which was a show that I used to do with uh, Josh Robinson, who's, who's great, by the way, go check him out. Uh, yeah. So that, that was kind of how I felt. What, what about you? <laughs> Jim tell Ross me, ruled. He's tell like, me about don't, don't you talk to your beautiful, stunning, gorgeous mother like that. <laughs> so expected fantastic um uh nick wayne was great christian was great i nick wayne's mom was uh she had it going on she tried she she tried (laughs) she was fun yeah (laughs) people are really getting into your nick wayne's mom was fine comment here joel do you do you need to slide in nick wayne's mom's dms is this what's happening christian's gonna be very offended JR has already done it, so it doesn't matter what I do. Nick Wayne, how dare you talk about your beautiful, lovely, voluptuous, hey, what are you doing later? Mom, like that. <laughs> he didn't sound good. JR sounded like he was going through it. He's old, man. <laughs> Cut the man some slack. He's just old. How old is Jim Ross? He's, got, he's almost as old as Sting. I think there's about Jim Ross. Age. No. No, Jim Jim's 71. He's 71. Yeah. He'll be 72 in January. He's oh. he's gone through a lot in his life too, dude. Like let, let let Jim Ross just let him be, man. Let this let this man just be online, liking the stuff he likes, being in these sit down segments, liking the stuff he likes. Okay, like, <laughs> liking the stuff he yeah. likes, like Nick Wayne's mom. <laughs> yeah, let, let let that man be. Oh, let that man God. live. All right. <sighs> No, <laughs> I can't let him live. I can't let him live. He's just, he's just so much. What do you mean? He's a lot. What? Why do you, why are you so mad at Jim Ross? I'm not mad at him. I'm Clearly just... you are. You've been a real hate. Why are you a Jim Ross hater today? You've been hating on everything. Listen, today. If I was given a bag of puppies and a hammer. We're not doing that bit again. I just, I, I can't, I can't with Jim anymore. You're such a hater. No, I'm not. You're yeah, yeah, I am a little everyone bit. in the chat. Leave a cowboy emoji for Joel being a hater on Jim Ross. Stop it. <laughs> you know what? Just for that, I'm gonna let you introduce the guest this morning. Here is not Jim Ross, everybody. <laughs> is that what we're going with? Not Jim yeah. Ross. Wow, not Jim Ross. Not Jim Ross. <laughs> Can you put on an Oklahoma accent, though? Maybe. All right. I could try. There it is. That, that yes. was something. I'll do a proper introduction for this man. He, You've seen him around the independent scene. You've seen him on New Japan Strong. You've seen him kicking Bobby Fish's ass. You've seen him on a bunch of different podcasts, including Oh, You Didn't Know and Bobby Fish's podcast. Uh, you, you've seen him on this show plenty of times before as well you see him on g fuel you see him on the social media you see him everywhere he's not jim ross he's vinnie pacifico he's still not jim ross 
Still not Jim Ross. Can we get your what are your thoughts on Jim Ross? Ross man? I love Jim Ross. I think he's amazing. His the things he says, his commentary, he's great. He's great. Not a hater. I'm like Joel, who's a not hater a hater. Yeah, Joel, come on. What's matter with you, Joel? Vinny, Joel, what are you? What are you doing? What are we doing Vinny. here? Vinny, you you have been on this show plenty of times. You have joined us multitudes of times you told yeah your candles have been from what candle do you have what what, what have? smell is that this one i i my, it's kind of new but i used it last night pumpkin butter i was gonna say it's gotta be oh, pumpkin. pumpkin stuff oh my gosh but i you know i got something for uh jeremy wakiki beach coconut okay that's, oh, that's good. good that's good yeah the, have this... you been to hawaii yes oh, okay. i proposed to my fiance in hawaii that's wonderful can we talk about that, by the way? Can we talk about your wonderful fiance? I don't know her, but I yes. keep seeing how much you love this. Woman. I do. I do. I'm very I lucky. Like, as Jeremy is someone who loves love, it's very out there. It's very well established. Love is a beautiful thing. It is. Why did she pick you? <laughs> wow. I ask, I ask her that every week. I'm like, Carly, you could have had someone better than me. What are you doing? What are we doing here now? I love her very much. And I'm very lucky because uh, she's just a uh, she's, old, she's older than me, so you would think more mature. She is. She's no, she is. But our maturity balances well together. I'm I'm very fun. I like to laugh. I like to be silly. I like to have my fun. And she's kind of like fun too, but like not like as much as I do. So it's like a good balance. No, but I I uh, she's very good to me. She's very uh, motivating. Very funny. Very passionate about what i'm passionate about so it's, a, it's just a really good uh relationship to have Vinny, will you kick the shit out of joel pearl for asking these questions yes today oh it's a good question no it's a good question that's a good question love one because love is a beautiful thing but yes i will kick his ass because thank you because he's just because just he's joel tasha steals is is already gonna beat him up this week yeah. macklin was the first to want yeah. to wanna beat him up yeah. diana Oh, all it. these New Jersey people just hate you, Joel. Yeah, Jerseyans are after me. you. Yeah. Well, we got another guest here. He's been he's been waiting backstage. I don't want to keep him waiting. In, uh, Can I do some? Yes, because nice. we didn't know his name until I see it on on our screen. Now, all you messaged me was like G Fuel Manager. I was like, okay, yep. this is my buddy Eddie. He's my G Fuel guy. I go to my my manager at G Fuel, who I go to for all things G Fuel, whether it's any inquiries, any cans any 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 job any anything that i need from g fuel anything that i need any any ideas any anything i need from g fuel i go to him he is a big wrestling fan love him to death team to a few shows and he's just somebody who works well with me with what we're doing with g fuel and, and our uh, sponsorship and collaboration so this is my buddy eddie eddie of g fuel there he is <laughs> what's up how's it going guys hey it's good to have you uh, yeah, no, I appreciate the opportunity, guys. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, Eddie. We have immediate heat because you're wearing a Dolphins <laughs> uh, hoodie, and I actually have no heat with the Dolphins. They just beat the Panthers. <laughs> this oh, okay. Week. Yeah, the Panthers <laughs> suck. Like I can't I, really say anything. Honestly, start of the game made me sweat a little bit. I was like, "This is the trap game that's going to get us," and I was, you know. <laughs> I made a nice chunk of change off of that game because I knew Tua and Tyreek and Jalen. I was like, "Yeah, they got they got some uh, numbers in them on this game, so I'm I'm good here." I say that I, that I don't do anything with that with my team. I think that's bad juju, but no, I, I you know 
I, I respect that. <laughs> I will I will bet against my team all day <laughs> if I think they are going to lose like I knew they were going to lose on Sunday. I have no problem making money off my team's failures. There you go. Exactly. At least you get something out of it at the end of the day. <laughs> right. That's right. Will you beat up Joel Pearl? You've been listening to this conversation. Will you also just beat him up? I don't know. I don't know him that well. I don't know. I don't want to start anything, you know. Seems like a nice guy from what I've seen now, so far. He dislikes <laughs> Jim Ross. He okay. dislikes Jim Ross. He's out of line with his questioning with Vinny <laughs> today. So I think those two things right line. there should, <laughs> should get him beat up, honestly. I understand that. I mean, listen, J- J- Jim Ross was like the voice of my childhood growing up watching WWE. So that hits a little close to home. So I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> We're talking about present day Jim Ross. We're not talking about Jim okay. Ross. That's I I know, but past Jim Ross, I feel like means a lot more to me than current. So it kind of balances out, I guess you can say. But I, I get where you're coming from. Look, look, I'm doing my I'm doing my my research on the fly. I'm on your Instagram. I I could have asked you the same question I asked Vinny, but I'm not gonna. Because I, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to be that guy. I just met you. Vinny's been around. He knows what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it. No, I'm gonna ask. <laughs> all right why'd you pick you yeah why'd you watch you why'd you pick you <laughs> honestly kind of similar question uh similar answer to what Vinny said i don't know i guess i just got some dumb luck but you know i'm not gonna complain i'm happy about it so <laughs> i'll also keep that short so i don't get myself into trouble so <laughs> Look, I, I met my wife on tinder i get it nice right, hey listen that's how it goes in the modern dating scene so good for you it's just the way D- it goes. tinder really yeah yeah for real nice it's gonna be one thing and it turned into another there you go. We got an 18 month there old married in the whole nine. Nice. Well, I mean, it, you thought it was going to be one thing, and it still kind of turned into that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <Fair. laughs> like everyone tell, Jeremy, tell you what, I DM'd my fiance, and she, and, like, first of all, I don't even know how I added her on Instagram. I added her on Instagram. We, had, we were friends on Instagram, posted a story of a commercial of a dog. I commented saying, wow. I legit just saw this commercial. She says, "Oh wow, that's so cool!" And now we're now we're getting married in three three weeks. <laughs> I I think I've I've told this story. Uh, my lovely wife messaged me. We did an interview with uh, NBA champion Michael Thompson, and wow. he he was not kind to Bret Hart. He's like Triple H is better than Bret Hart. All these people are better than Bret Hart. My fiance, huge, huge, huge Bret Hart fan. Uh-huh. She, she DMs me and she's like. He's wrong about Bret Hart. And <laughs> that was it. And that kicked off everything from there. So that's it. Slide in DMs, everybody. Just slide in DMs. It, it gets yeah. it's a job done. Take Eddie, why'd shot. you pick why'd you pick Vinny for the G fuel? That's the real question. Everybody um, wants to know. So just just like I know Vinny came from um Bang, just seeing some of the stuff he's done in the past before. Um initially when I first got introduced to Vinny, um he was saying I got all these great ideas, all these cool things I want to do, but bang, just like not working with me. They're not willing to like do all these cool stuff, the yeah. cool things. So as you feel like, you know, like if just a little background, we're very like our background is video games, like that's like our gaming energy drink, that's us. But in like the past, like I would say maybe a year, six months to a year, we kind of want to branch out into more different avenues. Um Pro wrestling being one of them. Um, Vinny has a lot of cool ideas. I'm sure you guys have seen his skits before on Twitter, Instagram. Just he just brings like new stuff to the table that we really don't have and hitting like a new audience, which is like the wrestling audience, is kind of something that just you know we kind of want to delve more into. So just Vinny's just always enthusiastic, he's always ready to do things, he's willing to do literally anything. Um, it's funny, he's talented, so it's just it's just a perfect pairing. And like you said before, I'm big into wrestling. I get you know part of like that side of where he's from and then he you know learns from things from my side of the you yep. know 
of things. So it's just a good relationship and we're always just like constantly communicating. So um, just the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm, you know, the drive, it's just, it's nice to see him makes my job a lot easier when he's self-motivated. I don't got to be like, Vinny, do this, do this. You know, I don't got to be on top of him. So he's really great in that regard. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. I, uh, Bang was very like, they, they were going through stuff at the time. So they really weren't, they were not hands-on with me as much as I want them to be like with, this, with the promos, with my, you can hear me? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, with the promos, with everything I'm doing, with my merch, with everything that I'm doing in wrestling, they were not, they didn't, they just, I'm, they, they didn't understand it. They didn't get it. So G Fuel introduced me to Eddie. They were like, we have a guy for you. He's a wrestling fan. This is great. And I was like, yo, I, that, cause there's other, there's like, right, Eddie, there's a few other managers, yeah, but yeah. you're the, the one that team. came, yes. And they, they got me with Eddie, which is the best pairing because wrestling, he gets it. He understands. And I'm sure you guys understand, Joel and Jeremy, you show uh, something wrestling related to someone in the street or someone walking by, they're not going to get it. You know, you have to be kind of into wrestling or understand wrestling to get it, in my opinion. So he gets it. And that makes our job and my job a lot easier. Is there anything that like you're trying? Cause I see a lot of the, the content that you're putting out, Vinny, anything that you're trying to get that crossover going and get people like thinking about pro wrestling and talking about pro wrestling and being like, Always. this dude's Always. into it. Oh, I try to, I try to get a lot of G fuel fans on my side because that's, Hey, listen, more audiences, the better, right? You want to get, you know, and G Fuel's big audience is like cartoons, anime, video games, superheroes, all that stuff. So why not get that? Why not get that fandom onto me as well and create a branding of all things. Um, now, but yes, I do. I I'm, I'm very happy that G fuels fans have started following me and commenting and enjoying my stuff, but also I want to keep it going, you know, Eddie, we have something to say. Like we got something working in the process, right, Eddie? We yeah, we got it. Yeah, me and Vinny prefer a little bit working on a um a t-shirt collaboration between Vinny and G Fuel. Um, honestly, just made the most sense. I know how like t-shirts are like one of the biggest things in wrestling. How wrestlers can get themselves out there, or just you know, capitalize on that opportunity. Yeah, we got that in the works. So um, definitely keep you guys eye out for that. And Vinny, I know, very excited to get it going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a yeah. So I we I went to Eddie. I'm like, yo, what do you want? What can we do something like with um merch? Because Wrestling is wrestling is a big merch industry, and I have my own T-shirts. But why not? We, why don't we just do a Vinny Pacifico G Fuel T-shirt? And he's like, we haven't that before. Let me see what we can do. And they they approved it. They're working on it to see what we could do, and that's that. So it's things are in the works, and it's a lot of bigger things are in the works. So I'm really excited for what's what's ahead. You owe me a don't count Vinny out shirt, Vinny. Also, I do. This one, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Vinny, what flavor are you drinking today? Blueberry muffin. Blueberry muffin. Oh, where, where is my... the Z at the end? By the way, oh my god, oh, <laughs> Z stuff. Oh. Back to the Z branding. Gotta throw a Z on all of this stuff. Where, exactly. where is my sample case here? I was Eddie. literally just gonna say, guys, I can hook you up if you want. Yes, yes Eddie, please. Th- thank you. I yes, gotta go. I gotta go to your manager apparently for this. Stuff. <laughs> I thought you could pull some strings for me. The now that we have the connection now we can go we can go one to one now now that we met so yeah we, we, can, yeah. we can skip Vinny. we don't need uh need that connection. <laughs> i i need i need my sample case i I, I i i i'm up like 18 hours a day working i need a lot of energy drinks i'm drinking three cups of coffee a day Jeez. i need <laughs> Look, man, I got a lot to do, Vinny. You see yeah. all these articles that I'm writing. You're oh sending me all these articles. Yeah, to write. You, you're doing 300 podcasts that I, I got to cover nowadays. You got it. You got. I'm sorry. No, no. It's one, just, what? Go ahead. Go the ahead. grind never stops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
no, don't don't stop doing the the podcast. By the way, like I, I know you're getting out there, and you should. That's what you should do as like any wrestler trying to promote themselves. Because I don't think enough wrestlers can promote themselves like like they should. Of like, hey, let me go out there and do everything mm-hmm. I need to do. So no, do not stop doing that. Be creating more work for me. I already work enough. I don't I don't want to work more. But that's why I got out my G Fuel. So I can. What flavors do you want? What flavors do you like? I, I have no idea. I guess so I did like the sample pack. Sample yeah, pack. I, I, I got you. Don't worry. Vin, you, I can get your information after and I'll send you guys some stuff. Don't okay. worry. All right. I'll make Don't sure send you it like to it. Joel. You'll have to pay too much. For <laughs> <laughs> you to get it to Canada. So yeah, good luck. That's you fine. Know. No worries. It might take that. a little longer, but I that's can fine. do it. Send, no, just no, send yeah. Vinny. Vinny, we'll get you a booking. We'll get you over the border. You come over here. Deliver it to your house. That's funny. No, we'll do We'll do a sit down live at the venue. and then. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, how you can beat him up there. Just please beat this man up. That's all we want. That's all we want. If you end up at Greek Town Wrestling or one of them, I usually end up there as well. Awesome. Good to know. Vinny, what was uh, wrestling Big Dick Bob Fish like? Whoa. (laughs) I I know that one. That was a. That was a. um... (laughs) That's his official name. Is it? (laughs) Yes. Uh, It was great. He's awesome. Bobby Fish is a very talented wrestler. Very, very nuanced in the ring, which I love. I love. I don't, I don't say it enough. Well, I do say it a lot, but I don't say it enough. I love grappling, technical wrestling, and wrestling and gritty pro wrestling. And I do it, but not as often as I want to. And I just try to do it as often as possible. So Bobby was somebody who I got to really do a lot in the ring with in terms of like grappling, wrestling. Wow, this feels making me burp. <laughs> All the carbonation too yeah. much in one game. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 I believe me and Bobby Fish had a match that had all flavors in it. We had a little bit of comedy in there. We had a little bit of a lot of, a lot of wrestling. We had some cool, uh, high spots outside of the ring and we used the G Fuel. He drank my energy drink and beat me with it. So that is something that happened. Eddie was there also. I had him, uh, got him backstage passes and all that. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, uh, is an amazing wrestler, one of the probably best out there right now in terms of mat wrestling and grappling um which again i love to do and i was trained by cheeseburger who was a master of that as well so yeah that's something i, I was a great match is that legal that he's that he's using your your g fuel i feel like he <laughs> should have been dq'd that ref didn't see it oh, these referees these referees none of, them, none of them are good any of the companies none of them get it <laughs> so joel how about you be referee and then i could kick you ass that way i then i gotta train Wait a minute. That sounds like a bad idea for everyone. <laughs> you, know, you know who should be a referee? Michael Myers. Oh my gosh. Let's talk yes. about that. Let's talk about that photo shoot. Oh, bringing that up. Oh. That was uh that was not they're all, they're all not even out yet, those pictures. That was an amazing shoot. And um mind you, I'll put it out there. That was not my idea. That was her idea. Okay. Good um, idea, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, she was uh, she's like, listen, I want to do three different things. I want to do one by the bridge, one in front of a water fountain, one horror scene, and one uh, under a bridge. And uh, it was really nice. It was a great... What? Hey! Why do you all have this Whoa! guy on the show? <laughs> Why this guy? What are, what are you doing? He, he's talking to, you know, the, the A-team here, Sean. I know he's done interviews with you oh. in the past you know, when he's had to degrade himself to talk to, to oh. you or even sink even further doing interviews with, like, Rob Wilkins. But, you know, uh, now yeah. we get him on the A-show. I love Rob. Okay. I love Rob. Everybody loves Rob. Uh, by the way, Joel, it is it is Hawaiian ham today. 
Oh, the Jew in me is not happy about that. <laughs> we got the Hawaiian ham. Vinny's got uh, Hawaii candles over here. Oh, I do. Right here, yep. Like yep. luau there we theme. Go. For, it's for the one candle stuff. that actually I went I went to um candle shop and I'm like this is the one candle that smells like my fiance's um Hawaiian uh, suntan lotion. So like I, I gotta get this for um nostalgia nostalgia feeling. So that's I just I wanted it. to make a run in while a guest was on the show this time. Vinny, Eddie, great to see you here. Yeah, How are you feeling? To meet you. I'm feeling good. You are I'm feeling, feeling good? all right. Feeling all right. People, people will know why I'm a little nervous soon enough. But can you DM me the scoop so I can pre-write? I'm You've been the scoop for like nervous. four months. You, <laughs> yeah. Vinny knows too. So do I know? I don't know an up, anything. An upcoming project that I oh, have. Oh, okay. I'm nervous too. That I've ran by you. Yeah. Oh. Oh, is it? Okay, I guess I know. I don't know. Yeah, it's me breaking all the news in wrestling. That's what it, I'm so nervous. That's not guys. really an upcoming project. I st- That's just I like still a get, daily thing. I still get butterflies every time. <laughs> That's just how I am. How That's just like a daily now? thing. How you know what? The CM Punk story. Uh-oh. What, what, how about <laughs> I break one today? How about <laughs> I break one today? Is CM Punk going to be at Survivor Series, Sean? <laughs> Listen, if he is, there's going to be a lot of talent with contracts that are up within the next year that are not going to be happy that they were lied to. <laughs> Ooh. You know Ooh. what? Here is the bigger scoop that the CW Network deal happened because no. rebrand <laughs> CW Network as the CM Network and CM Punk is going to the NWA. <laughs> Listen. That would be something special. Would be. That, what well, if? Probably not. What if, of all places, Punk is like, you know what? The NWA is my style. They need me. <laughs> they, need go. Me. they need <laughs> me. Let's go. I don't think Jeremy's recovered from that yet. He's still uh, yeah. clocked out over there. <laughs> I've heard that joke this morning already. <laughs> I didn't need it twice. I didn't need the CMCW twice. We have a whole new audience to play it out with. Jeremy. Sean, where's the G Fuel? Uh, downstairs, actually. I, I can you pick it up. Sean gets He got a whole thing. Oh, yeah. I've got the pre-workout. One that uh, actually probably kind of appropriate. The one that I like the most is called clickbait. But is it really? Yeah, it is. What flavor is that, Eddie? Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't, clickbait flavored. It just works. Exactly. Yeah, it works. Yeah. That's all that matters. Sometimes there you go, uh, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna hop off here. Wonderful seeing you, fellas. Always be yeah, safe, thank you. And also, uh, hi, Joel. <laughs> hi. <laughs> what a surprise! Yeah, nice little guest spot. I don't like understand how this works. How does he just? <laughs> how does he do that? How does he just pop on? I, he, I hacks the, he hacks the stream. Hacks the oh, stream. okay. Yeah, yeah. some people sick. have access to like hack hack our stream. That's he's, he's one of those people. So I other people it. need like a link and stuff. He just can can hack. I love it. I love it's, it's very sad. I don't even know where he's working. Guy. Just comes in. Eh, I mean, uh, I can't actually knock his work ethic. That's one thing I will not knock on on Sean uh, hmm. I'll make fun of other stuff, but no, not work ethic. I'll tell you what, Eddie too. I noticed he's nonstop with like G Fuel and stuff. And there's times when I try to get touch, get touch with him. I'm like, yo, I have this idea. And like hours go by. He's like, oh, baby, sorry, I was busy. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. The idea, I forgot about it already. <laughs> My bad. I try. Listen, I try to find a good balance. But no, he's no, great. He, he's great. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, no, you got a lot of ideas, Vinny. I'll say that. You're always firing stuff out. So, no, it's I'm it's glad good, that. Though. 
I'm surrounded by people who are people who work hard. That's that's something that I want to be always around. Because I've been around people who don't work hard, and I hate it. I can't handle it. I can't do it. It drives me nuts. I've had jobs where I'm the only person working, and it's like, what are we doing? We're here for a reason, right? Yeah. Vinny, I'm gonna try to get some dirt on this show because that's allegedly what I do. You were okay. backstage at AEW recently, yes. as reported by Fightful Select. Yes. Why weren't you used? Who held you down? Who politicked you out of a spot on on the show? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I there's no dirt there. I had a great time. I had an amazing time. People seeing people I really do like. Um, it was fun. Oh, like I say, I always have a good time being backstage anywhere. That's a bigger place because you're always learning, always uh, finding ways to learn different things, you know, like seeing different things. I've, I, I, I love the experience. I love experiencing new things and just being – I love being present where I should be, and I love being around wrestling all the time. Okay. All well, the time. All right. Then lie to me. Vinny, just <laughs> okay, call somebody uh, out and give me. We're gonna talk about G Fuel clickbait. I need fightful clickbait. Okay, well, there's somebody that I really do want. There's someone that I really do want to wrestle. And I, I listen. I've gotten to do some really, really big things, and I believe go big, go home. I would love to wrestle Chris Jericho. And not only that, I would love to wrestle Chris Jericho or have a singing karaoke battle with Chris Jericho. Which that one I can guarantee I win, but <laughs> oh, hold on, yes. follow up. What's the song? What's your karaoke <laughs> song? So his song could be whatever he wants to pick. My song is either going to be an ABBA song or Lady Gaga song, and I will skrill them both. <laughs> okay, okay. What, what ABBA song? What, yeah. Where are we going with ABBA? Yeah. Mamma Mia. You got Dancing, Dancing Queen. Queen. You, you go. got uh, Fernando. You got the what? whole the whole nine. Uh, Lady Gaga, there's a million of them. I could just see. But I think if you really want to like get to him, you should do a Fozzie song better than him. Ooh. Oh. That might be hard. That that might be hard. <laughs> he has he has the the, uh, the head start there. I'll be <laughs> honest. But uh, um, a funny story though. My fiance actually loved Mamma Mia, uh, Mamma Mia too, and Abba too. So her bachelorette party was Mamma Mia themed. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get Vinny and Jericho. Two, we'll do uh, three stages of hell. We will okay. have a, I, I would say a drinking contest. I, I don't know what, you know, if you're just going to get loaded up on G Fuel. You probably oh, that's win it. that. That's it. I, I, that that yeah. I'd win, but if, I, if, it's, if it's any other drink, I don't know how I would do that. All right. Well, we'll do some type of that. That'll be the first stage. Beverage then, match. Yeah, beverage. Yes, um, we'll do that. The second will be the wrestling match because after you have all these drinks, you have to wrestle because that would just be bloated and gassy. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> hilarious. And then you sing after all of that. I like this. We're gonna book it. That's great. Book it. Yeah, <laughs> pen to paper. We're Chris Jericho, Vinny Pacifico, three stages of. Is it hell? I don't even know what you want to call it. I mean, I feel like it'd be death after all that drinking and then a wrestling match and then you got to try to sing. I feel like both of you, three stages of pass the hell out is yes. probably what we'd call this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my wife my wife wants you to know that she went to an ABBA tribute band. She's a big ABBA fan. I love and, it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I love ABBA so much. Uh, B, before before we let you go, I got to ask about the the New Japan All Star Junior Festival taking awesome. part in that. How was that experience like, Jeremy? It was a dream come true. Uh, New Japan is a place that I've always wanted to work, love to work, and everyone backstage is amazing. 
sweethearts of people. Um, Rocky Romero is somebody who've always loved to be around. He's someone who's influential there. So seeing him backstage is always fun. I saw him at AEW two weeks ago, and when I was there, he was there, and I'm like, oh, this is good to see you. He's like, and it's always always good vibes around uh, Rocky Romero. But uh, I involved the G Fuel in that match at New Japan, which is something that G Fuel is very happy with. Um, I had a very good time at New Japan. I would love to go back. I would love. I, I'm going to Japan this year for a different company, but New Japan's a place that you can't even describe how good it is. And just it's like a, a wrestling heaven in a way. You know, New Japan's uh, um, just best in the world in one spot, and it's, it was a blessing and an honor to be there because that's where that's that's it's, I, you can't put into words how special it was. It was very special to get that opportunity and to be. Uh, featured in that type of match. So I'm very lucky. Is is it out there yet where in Japan or for who you're going to be working? Not, not there yet, no. It's not out there yet. Okay. No. Well, give us a you scoop. Put it out there? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will pre- just text me. Pre- pre- give just, me the I'll story so I can pre-write. The, FaceTime, I don't even know my own bit anymore. FaceTime you or something? Yeah, yeah. Just, just message me. Vinny, Eddie, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Vinny, Good. I will hear you on what you I'm sure you're doing Bischoff's podcast, Matt Hardy's podcast. What else is on ad free? John Alba's podcast. Love them all. Uh, who else? Con, well, Conrad does all of them. Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. I assume you're going to be on there. Gabe, yeah. I, I guess he started a new podcast. I, you'll you'll hey, be really? on that. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I just saw put you over. It's <laughs> on the Brian James podcast. I'm Road Dogs podcast. That yeah. was awesome. That was Road a Dogs podcast. One. Kurt Angle's podcast. Luger. Luger's got a podcast now. You can be on his show. Yeah, so all the ad free shows. You'll you'll Let's see me on all of these <laughs> all of these podcasts. You're always welcome back here anytime. Yes. Eddie, thank you. Nice to meet you. Yes, um good luck to here. your your dolphins this thank year. They will have no easier victories than the ones they had. <laughs> you guys plug uh, everything you need to plug. Awesome. Follow me at Vinny Pacifico one on Twitter, Vinny Pacifico on Facebook, Vinny Pacifico on face, uh, Instagram and Vinny Pacifico on now newly made TikTok. Oh, even well, I didn't, long, uh, right? Actually, that's a newer thing. I was going to say you kept that for me, but now I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, won't last long. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Vinny, Vinny's on the TikTok. That's gonna, that's gonna be some trouble right there. Eddie, you're, you're, you're up, Eddie. What, oh, what, so me just follow on, G Fuel. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I'd say I'm not, not like Vinny, but yeah, like follow me Twitter, Instagram, Eddie Crowley fifty four. Just you know, um, sports. I love, love big sports guy, big wrestling guy. I always talk about stuff like that on socials. But yeah, no, just Eddie Crowley fifty four. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out G Fuel. Like I said, again, if you guys want to send Vinny, you guys the information. Happy to send you guys a package. Try us out. I'm just, you know, always happy to keep you guys fueled up. I think Vinny has my information. I don't know. I'll give it to you again if I need <laughs> I need I need the energy to, to keep, get me going through the day. Exactly. I need to be like you, Vinny. I need to be like you. No one can be like all me. hours. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop it. You just can't. No. No, I love that caffeine take them to a new level. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. You guys Thank, you. The rest Thank, of the day. Thank you very much. Enjoy yes. your there we go. There Vinny Pacifico, Eddie Crowley from G Fuel. Always great to have Vinny on. He's he's everywhere. The man is everywhere. Joel. Isn't it insane? It's insane. It that Vinny is just he is literally everywhere, and I appreciate it because uh he just he doesn't stop. He's like MLW, just never stop. <laughs> We're not doing that. No, no, we're not. We're still trying to get on that mid that that mid show thing that they do. Well, I, I can't. I got to message court. We should have court back on. Court. We should. 
Yeah. Uh, do let's do special MLW in the weeds. Come on. What are we doing? The what entire roster joins us in the weeds. It's like that one episode of the bump where it was still pandemic. And then like th- this was an RJ city. Basically, this was the story he tells about like getting his gig with WWE at the time where they were doing a, an episode of the bump. And like all of these people just showed up on this random zoom call and they had David Arquette show up and David brought RJ city and they showed that they stuck around way too long. That's basically what I'm envisioning for this show that we do with MLW. MLW's got some, got a cast of characters there. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Be a lot of fun. Skip Mance. Just Mance talking about some old time wrestling. That's all I really want. He's just going to do a watch along. Yeah. Good. It's just going to be him watching wrestling being like, oh, yeah. Watch the spot. Oh, double axe handle. Good. That's what I want. Anyway, thanks to Vinny and Eddie. That was good yes. stuff. They're always fun. We know we know the G Fields manager's name now. <laughs> we do. I even got to look him up on socials very easily available. So there you go. Uh, good job with those guys. Uh, let's get uh, the super chat out of the way here. Will Chisholm sent us one a little while ago, a generous super chat saying, I know y'all not in the weeds in AEW. Well, we are. It's true. Um, but why doesn't Tony seem to, to seem to feel like he cares about booking the women's division? Uh, well, Vince is out of raw and he booked 17 women on the show we saw on, on on raw there were a lot of women and then nxt has five women's matches next week so i guess this is really just a conversation about women's division booking and wrestling and listen we've sat here jeremy and we've tried to to rebook the AEW women's division we've tried to rebook it and make it more relevant we've talked about adding a second women's match i'm not saying that this is the way it, it should be but it just feels like at this point the the way that we kind of have to see it and this isn't right but it's just the only way to see it because we don't have any control over it is this is his vision of wrestling this is how he wants to run his show and there's plenty of women's wrestling on national and international television for consumption i don't like using this answer but at this point we don't have any other tricks up our sleeve to have tony khan book more women on his show AEW has a lot of tremendous stars in the women's division, Joel. Uh, we had a great match this past weekend or this past week with Hikaru Shida defending uh, the, I guess it was a women's title. It was an AEW women's title eliminator, Hikaru Shida against um, Emi Sakura and a student versus teacher match. I really, I did like the video package they aired before that. Yeah, I do so wish they do kind of, kind of do more of that stuff. Yeah. A tremendous match on the program. We have a great match at battle of the belts this weekend as Chris Statlander defends the title against Willow Nightingale. Willow's really been on a roll on AEW programming. I actually don't remember the last time she won, but I promise you she's been on a roll on AEW program. This is a match that Chris Statlander really wanted. And you're going to see it at Battle of the Belts on on Saturday after AEW Collision. Also on Rampage tonight, Sky Blue against Ruby Soho. Have you been keeping up with Sky Blue, Joel? She got misted in the face yeah, by, now. by Julia Hart. And something is happening to her what will sky blue bring to the table on aw rampage when she takes on ruby soho is she still a member of the outcast is the outcast still a thing find out tonight on aw rampage timeless tony storm she's one of the best characters we have in all of aw she's a tremendous star for the aw women's division the vignette she has been doing with rj city allegedly who may or may not work here has been some of the best programming we've done on our on our television show, Timeless Tony Storm. She's one of the top stars we have. And I look forward to seeing more of Timeless Tony Storm on AEW Dynamite. We have a great women's division, Joel Pearl. Sky Blue, Ruby Soho, Timeless Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, 
Chris Statlander, Willow Nightingale, all of these women are featured across AEW television this week on AEW, AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS, Wednesdays, AEW Rampage, 10 p.m. Eastern, TNT, right? I yes. don't know anymore. They're, okay. they're, they're everywhere. AEW Collision, 8 p.m. Eastern, Saturdays, TBS, TNT. There's a lot of AEW, great AEW programming, Joel, and a lot of great women on our AEW programming, including Timeless Tony Storm, Sky Blue, Ruby Soho, Emmy Sakura, Hikaru Shida, the AEW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida, the AEW TBS Champion, Chris Statlander. She'll be in action tomorrow, a Battle of the Belts, a special episode of Battle of the Belts. Why is it special? Because it only comes around four times a year. Battle once of the a quarter, Belts. Tony, once a quarter. Four times a year. Battle of the Belts. Chris Statlander in action against Willow Nightingale. Hikaru Shida, Joel. Three-time AEW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida. She defeated Soraya in a great matchup at AEW Title Tuesday. Title Tuesday, the AEW program where where we did not have to bring in people like The Undertaker and John Cena and Cody Rhodes. We used the great stars of our women's division, like Hikaru Shida, defending winning the AEW women's championship against Soraya, a tremendous star in our division. Soraya. Are you still going to don't forget about ROH women's champion, Athena and her minion, Billy Starks. People need to start watching ROH every Thursday on honor club at 7 PM. Eastern Athena is doing some of the best work. She's one of the top stars we had in AEW and ROH. She's going to be part of final battle, final battle in December in Texas. That'd be on Honor Club. Everybody watch Honor Club. We good, Tony? So, yes. AEW Women's TBS Champion Chris Statlander will be in action. Battle of the Belts against Willow Nightingale. Saturday after AEW Collision. Only on TBS should probably let you know i do have a heart out today because i have to do the bound for glory preview with sp3 over on true heel heat at 12 15 oh sp3 can wait that's true he can't why isn't sp3 booking more women on his show that's fair why is he <laughs> goes over to body slam what does he do book women well what does he do on true heel heat none of the women get booked anyway all right um, look in all seriousness yes. with this We've had this discussion with AEW and their women's. Joel and I have given our suggestions. We've done, we've done it ad nauseum. WWE does a better job of featuring the women. NXT does a better job at featuring the women. This is how it is in AEW. When you ask Tony about this, the answer I just gave is the answer he is going to give you. Okay, like I don't know what else you you want out of this should it be better yes should you feature more yes should they actually be involved in substantial storylines yes this is how it is there is some good stuff with the women's division but sometimes it just goes by the wayside and you know you just do matches for the sake of matches they do the same thing in the men's division the problem is men's division there is also just more substantial stuff that you can seek your teeth into it's just how it's how it is with the women's division i'm sorry if the bit went on too long that's literally the answer tony gives you though when you ask him about this because people do ask him about it this is just i I don't i don't think it's good of like oh i guess we just have to accept it should it be better again yes it should but 
it's been four years. It's it's how it's it's how it's going to be until until we do get until we do get two women singles matches on a dynamite or a collision or anywhere else, even some of the pay-per-views at this point. Like, I don't know what you you want to have picket signs here's, down every here's, here's what I want people to do. Very simple, and I'm being serious here. If you really, really, really want to see more women's wrestling on your national television, if AEW is not giving it to you, and you just talked about you know WWE doing it for you, bringing out X amount of women on Raw or X amount of women on SmackDown, NXT, whatever, and you've got Impact that had a main event with you know their Knockouts Women's Champion Trinity teaming up with her opponent on Saturday, Mickey James, and they took on Savannah Evans and Giselle Shaw, and the match was really good. And you want to just you if you just want to see more women in wrestling, there is so many places. There are so many places where you can find MLW has a great featherweight division. They have the representation. This is something that again, I know that once upon a time Dave Meltzer kind of added or just he responded to someone about this and said, you know, go go watch Japanese women, go watch the Joshis. That's that's the answer. And like, listen to the to an effect, yes. That was an answer. I can't give you, and Jeremy can't give you the answer. I mean, he can give you the TK answer. But none of us can give you the answer for AEW's divisional booking. And why the, like the tag division in AEW is shit too. But people aren't harping on that. So at this point, you can only go for where you find what you want in wrestling. You can get angry about it, but why bother? Like what is it when there's so much other, so many other places you can go and find it? Just go find it. Wow is another one. And you know what? I get that people kind of shit on wow because they, I don't know, maybe it's just not for you or it's not something you're after. For some people, it is. Their ratings apparently show otherwise and they're in syndication. So that's a whole other can of worms. But like people watch wow. People like wow. People want to watch the wrestling they like. And Tony said, watch your wrestling. And we made fun of it. But guess what? Watch your wrestling. Just go out, watch it, enjoy it. You don't need to, to worry about who's doing what on each show and each show having to be equal parts because even the, the 17 women on Raw on Monday sometimes felt a little shoot in. But at the same time, like it puts them on the show, at least has them somewhere, makes you think about them. That's beneficial. But sometimes you're just throwing it on just to throw it on. And then you start these conversations about where where people should be on, on each show, gender nonspecific. So there you go. That's all I have to say about that. Chatown Spurs says, watch another company's women's division isn't a great answer either. I'm invested in the women in AW and want to see them more. I agree. And again, that's why I started with, I don't like having to give this answer. I don't like that this is the answer that we've settled on. But at this point, that's the only answer we have. Because the more you press Tony, the more you get what Jeremy just did a couple of minutes ago. That's That's legitimately the answer you get when he's pushed. He just... Gives you the PR, he promotes, he promotes, he promotes, and there are multiple people that you're not going to see on the screen for more than the seven and a half to eight minutes that they get in a segment. Q6, that's all you need to know. Nine times out of ten on Dynamite, it's Q6, except for this past week where they had him in the first hour because I think time change really screwed everyone up. Here's my legitimate like commentary on this. I don't know this to be true, but this is my this is my uh, Zarian's own conspiracy theory. Okay, Tony. We, as we know, that was choke. You choke on Coke there. Uh, no, I did, had something in my throat before I took the sip. Okay, um, Tony. As we kind of know, uh, 
played a lot of TEW, EWR growing up, right? Like that's admitted. He said all this before. He was very much into the booking simulator, like I was as well. I, I don't know how many people in the chat like playing those games. I love the TEW games, love the EWR games. Tony grew up playing that stuff. You know what? You didn't have to do a lot in those games because when he grew up playing, which was around like the Attitude Era 90s and, and early 2000s and stuff, book the women. Oh, so interact with social media. Oh, that's it. But you didn't have to book the women a lot in those games. And so he he's just he's, he's the EWR kid. He's like, I wasn't booking them when I was growing up. So I'm not booking them now. Like, that's my conspiracy theory on things. I don't know if that's true. I'm, I'm just cracking jokes here, but it's legit. When I play, like I even have a hard time now, like playing it like, Oh, right. Feature the women, feature the women feature, but their stats are always so downgraded compared to the stats of the men, which is that's on the stat makers right there. And sometimes it just doesn't cross your mind. So he's in TEW brain and he needs to get out of TEW brain. Why well, solo sent a super chat saying, when are we going to put poor pressure on Warner Brothers Discovery about this? Anyone that watches Ring of Honor knows that there's multiple women's matches there. TK runs Ring of Honor too. Yeah, listen, Tony does do this, but also Warner Brothers doesn't care because they get the ratings that they want. They get the money that they want and need, and it pays back to AEW. This isn't, again, this is, uh, I don't like that this becomes a, you're just bitching for the sake of bitching. Because I don't think that this chat is doing that. But I think that some of the conversation is just bitching for the sake of bitching. And that's, you know, it's a disservice to those of us, myself included, that really do want to see representation and the and women's wrestling matches featured predominantly, not predominantly, but featured at least equally on the program. And like, that's okay. I just think some of the voices that come out are trying too hard to make it a us versus them or a tribalistic, like, look at what WWE is doing. Why isn't Tony doing this with AEW? And that that just doesn't work. That's a conversation that just leads down a really shitty path. Uh, so that's where I'm at with this whole book the women's division better conversation. Don't worry. Mercedes Monet is going to come in and save everything. It'd be all right. So strange. Bah, that bah, she... bah. Money. Bah, bah. I, I, I Money. know that Sean continues to say that she is planning to, to work AEW and that's fine if she is. But like at the same time, if you're Mercedes and you've seen how everything is gone, it feels a little bit like, what are you going to come in and be like, I'm going to save this division? Well, guess what? Everyone's tried that. Everyone they've brought in has done that. And then it doesn't happen. So well, I think she can come in and just work one-off stuff. I don't think it's going to be. Could. I, yeah. And that's why I don't think you're going to see a Mercedes Monet is all elite graphic. I think you'll just see her show up and do like forbidden door style. I'm actually a new Japan Joshi type of wrestler than anything else. Cause I think that's what she wants to be. And that's fine. If she does, I just hope that she doesn't come in and be like, I'm here to change this division because to me, at least that comes off a little bit hypocritical knowing how that division has shown up and shown out or lack thereof over the last few years. And, and the wrestlers that have shown up and said the same thing to nothing happening. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Money. Money. Anyway. It's a good song. That's a oh, catchy it's, song right there. It's got moments. Caden uh, also sent us a super chat. He was, he was That's at fortunate. Yes, he was at uh, Dynamite this past weekend in Texas, uh, which is a big, a big state, but I forget where they were. They weren't in Garland, they were in Rosenberg. I think so. Yeah. In the sure. shadows of Houston, whatever that means. Pacing was all over the place. Felt like Tony hit shuffle on segment placement. A lot of downtime in the building, which is rare for AEW. Uh, I'm trying to think back to my experiences with AEW TV. And yeah, they usually ran things pretty tight, but I don't know. The show just seemed fine. 
it wasn't great. The matches were fine. Kenny and Kyle Fletcher had a great match. Penta and Jay was fine. The Dynamite Diamond Ring, you know, Battle Royal was there. And it was a no one was shocked by the finish. At least if you were, then I don't know if you've been paying attention. Uh that's just kind of my feeling. I don't know. Is there anything else? Oh, I, I like Dynamite. It was a good, it was a he said, fine show. Good matches, as you expect from Dynamite. I like the MJF stuff where everybody's kind of attacking him. The Wardlow stuff. And I, I know we gotta you have this hard out at, at noon. SP3's in the chat. He'll understand. SP3, yeah, I'm keeping Joel longer. Wow. Start your do your do your show with somebody else. I don't care. Um wow. I never get invited to this. Actually, they did invite me and I had to cancel on them. Get uh, Cresta Star. Like, she's the other impact person. She's the yeah, she's the important impact person. She's the one people tune in to see. So you know what? It's, probably fair. I get it. it's true. Yeah, no, I get it. You should you should probably get her. Um but uh, I don't even remember what, what I was saying at this point. Oh, the Wardlow stuff. Like, he just comes back. He beats a bunch of nobodies. He's like, oh, I'm coming after MJF. Like, All right, dude. Cool. Like, the last time I remember seeing you in anything big, you were getting your ass beat all the time. Like, I I, I got I got nothing with Wardlow. I'm not into it. It's early. I'm going to let it kind of play out. And I know that that doesn't always work. But in this case, I'll do it. I just, I love that Tony... Uh, Shivani gets in the ring and they do the interview and it's like, why are you back? And, and he shows the MJF on the wrist tape and you've got Tony doing the over enthusiastic. That says MJF. And then he gets pushed on his ass. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what Wardlow is going to do, but I know that Wardlow is at least going to be a, a seeming like a badass heel, which is okay with me. I don't know where it's going. There are enough people gunning after MJF, but that's not enough. Those people have to prove that they deserve a shot at MJF. Samoa Joe, Mimosa Joe, Samosa Joe coming out every week and having a scotch and a cigar saying, I want another title shot ain't enough for me. Eventually, I got to see him do more. I know he's doing his doing stuff on collision. He's, gonna, he's beating people on collision. But like, I, I, I got to see that at least. I don't want to hammer it into my head, but you got to remind me once in a while. Um, not, maybe not weekly, but you got people just... Start showing me. Start showing me over and over that, you know, uh, there are people gunning after MJF. Keep reminding us, and then you'll be on a good path. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, they're in Texas, so we got Lance Archer. That was fun. There's also a battle of the belts, so Lance Archer had to be there for that, too. Yeah, good to see him. Um, I, I do want to address this. I do think people hold Dynamite to a higher standard than any other wrestling show. Yeah, factual, honestly. I, I kind of think that that's true because we got fed so much nonsense from WWE for so many years that people just kind of like checked out and tuned out. Now WWE's gotten better with things, but Dynamite, especially the way it started, the early years—it's only been four years—but you know the the first couple of years of, of Dynamite, it was like super great show, and now uh, you know the standards are just a little bit higher for it. So I do I do agree with that 100. I also don't mind that standards are a little higher. I don't think, I think there's a difference between standards being too high and standards being higher with expectations that this show that is supposed to be secondary or at least a secondary promotion in North America has, it should be held to a certain standard. I think it should be held to a standard where people feel like what they're watching is better than what they were watching before they ducked out and got into this product. That's where I'm coming from. And it's not, again, I, I, you don't need to shit on it incessantly. They're allowed to have bad weeks. But if it's a string, it, it, there's just, there's there's a balance is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, um, we got a tremendous lineup. Over a million viewers in the demo. Great show. One of our best shows. We're on a run of great shows. But so. that's the thing. He That that's shit like that 
when Tony says this is the best show ever and then it doesn't deliver, that also kind of sets the standard that this weird, no, that, that wasn't very good or just the, the sentiment that your show could be better. If you over promote, you run into problems. That, that kind of is true as well. Like I I've, you know, we don't have expectations here on this show. I, I don't like wrestling anyway, but for some reason I get paid to paid to talk about it and write about it. Um, you know, it, I'm fine with just a fine episode of dynamite. I don't take this that that serious uh, to where I'm just like, Oh yeah, this was terrible. The business is dying type of thing. Like I watch my wrestling show. I'm like, yeah, that was fine. And then, you know, I do talk about it and crack jokes and stuff, but truthfully, I just move on. I move on and I, I, I get upset about the abs. They're playing great. Uh, I get upset about, other things when it comes to, to wrestling like if they have a fine show they have a fine show but yeah the expectations one are created by fans or two are created by the wrestlers themselves and three are created by tony khan where he says hey this is like a pay-per-view quality show and it's like well all right then you gotta deliver that this is why tony should just like be like yeah we got a good show just promote just say like you know it should be a good show type of thing we got great matches not everything has to be the greatest thing ever yeah, we're looking forward to a really, really fun show, really strong show, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be the best show ever. And I think there's a way to to get that across and still build excitement for your show and for your product without saying best blank ever. That's just, it's easy to to get that way if you if you commit to it. Uh, I will, I'll bring this up from Tom Mack. He said, Wade Keller made a great point. Basically, WWE's pivoted from what WWE or what AEW would shit on them for. Now AEW needs to pivot. And it's funny because I people know that I listen to Wade and, and his his commentary. Um they it does feel like they kind of flipped it and now the like WWE is doing the AEW stuff that they were known for. And now AEW is doing more sports entertainment stuff that they were shitting on at the beginning. There's like a funny little line that's happening there, but AEW has just got to figure out like, how do I not alienate the fan base that came in wanting what we started with or what made us popular? And that's kind of the big question that's going on in AEW right now. If I'm, if I'm thinking about what's going on backstage, so they're trying to put on the best show possible. They're trying to put on the best product possible. What is that? You know, what makes sense and how do you take eyes from WWE? Two hour timeless Tony Storm. That's how you draw the people in. And it's an entire picture in picture. So all the advertisers are really happy because it's two hours of advertising. Yeah, a lot of ad money off of that. I think we got it. I think we just booked it. Wilchism sent us a super chat. Get us your super chats in before we start running for the exits. Says that was a good TK answer. (laughs) But it does feel like when Cody Rhodes and Brandy left, uh, the booking got worse. Is it me? I ask because when Jay was in AW, my daughter loved her because AW made her feel big. Well, this is that's a whole other can of worms, by the way. The Jade stuff uh, and her presentation in AW, her presentation in WWE, that's a different can of worms. Brandy booking the women's division was. She didn't even book the women's division. <laughs> no one, no one at that point booked the women's division because if you asked them, one would say someone else. One said Kenny. One said Brandy. One said TK. TK said I don't know. So I don't know what happened back then. <clears throat> but with with Jade, yeah, her presentation was big because yeah, Cody brought her in and was like, we got to do something. She is she's she, she's she's big. Look at her. Like she's 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 a star. And now. WWE's got her, and now WWE's making her look like a star, like AEW did. They did it differently, and now WWE is going to do it in their way, which they have a little bit more reach to to put her out there. So that's how that's how I feel with Jade. We need Brandy back in AEW. 
and she just comes out during every single men's match, which is a lot. And she goes, who told y'all it was men's bitch fest night tonight? And then she kicks the men out of the ring and the win- and she brings out the women. That's our book in the women's division from now. Brandy comes out. She's like, get these bitches out of here. And she brings out the women. Someone just mentioned Sean Spears. And I'm like, isn't he just hanging out in Australia now? He's chilling. He's living, he's living life. That, I can't believe they just uprooted like that. Went over to Australia. They got the kid. They're all, everyone's wrestling. Everyone's a world champion in Australia. Man, what a life. What a life. Shaza leaves and Australian wrestling just blows up. <laughs> That's the rib. <laughs> oh, man. Chai Town Spirit sends a super chat saying for the past 15 months, it's, sorry, for the past like 15 months, a big problem with AEW is that people seem to focus on what's going on outside of the ring in the program rather than what is on it. So, yes, the CM Punk stuff was a huge deterrent from the program itself. Anything that was happening backstage, fighting, uh, misunderstandings, not specific to CM Punk, but like when when those doors blew open, theoretically, not theoretically, uh, hypothetically, that was the beginning of like, that was a honeymoon period was over. Suddenly, everything that was good about AEW, all the dirty stuff started coming out. And then people started feeling differently about that. And unfortunately, there was more of it coming out than there was good about the program. So our conversations kind of shifted to what's going on backstage. Why isn't such and such being taken care of and all that? Uh, that was a big problem for a long time, Jeremy. Uh, and and Spire just kind of follow. It's more than that, though. The women's division, ticket sales, blood. It's never the stories on the show. I agree. I'm honestly kind of tired of talking about Fair. that kind of stuff. Like we, we talked about the sting stuff, which was good. You know, we, we talked about the, the show on that, but we got on this women's division sidetrack and then, you know, I had to do a TK bit, but now we're, we're still on this. You see LA Knight, and I'm going to pivot myself. I was yeah. LA Knight winning the title at crown jewel. Did you, did you, yeah. see, did you see who they said the, the, for us first reported by, uh, LA Times. Yes, the LA, LA Times. Times. It's the LA, LA Night Scoop. <laughs> the LA Nighters are celebrating, baby. Here we go. Are Here you an go. LA Nighter, Joel? I am a Night Rider. Yes, I am. No, it's LA Nighters. Yeah. Isn't that a Isn't that a WNBA team? Uh, maybe. Probably. I mean, the the Ace won the 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 what do you call it? The WNBA championship on yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, this week. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. And Dynamite still had a huge rating. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, yeah, there you go. Crown Jewel, it's official. LA Knight, yeah, versus Roman Reigns. Let's talk about SmackDown real quick because there's a couple of things going on. Uh, Sky is going to defend her women's championship against Charlotte Flair. Is this the return of Bianca Belair? Yep, Bianca back tonight, baby. So did you see the the Super Show thing that went out? Apparently, same night as uh, Crown Jewel, yeah. there's going to be a WWE Super Show in the U.S. featuring at least advertised Eosky and Gunter. So looks like there's a B-House show going on. Well, Bianca's featured in the Crown Jewel advertising. So uh, here here's the setup. Here's the setup. I got it, everybody. I got it. Let's go. Bianca Belair returns tonight, right? They think, oh, damage control. We're going to wrap all that up and everything. That's what you're thinking, right? Nope. Bianca Belair back. Why is she back? Because hashtag bow down. New women's champion. The queen Charlotte Flair regains it. 
and then Bianca Belair comes out and steps to Charlotte's and we do Charlotte and Bianca at crown jewel hashtag bow down. Everybody get ready, get ready for the queen to be back on her rightful throne tonight. By the and then EO works the, uh, the super show. EO works the super show yep. without the WWE women's championship. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Logan Paul. We probably have to talk about this for a minute. Logan Paul wants that U S championship. He's going to be on back down to confront Ray Mysterio. Does Logan Paul bring friends this time? Because he's got to take on the LWO in some way, shape, or form, right? Nah, he just beat up Dylan Dennis. He'll be fine. He could beat up all the members of the LWO. Ray's respectable, man. He ain't going to have like the LWO jump him or anything. That'd be fine. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio teaming up with Logan Paul, common enemy. Oh, I did. Ray pitched that. I, I think that article went up today. Ray and, and Bad Bunny against of Dominic course. and Logan. That's a banger right there. That, that match would rule. I'd watch it. Bad that Bunny's on SNL cool. this week. He is. He cut a promo on himself. Did. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then meanwhile, Santos Escobar has payback on his mind as he takes on Montez Ford. So clearly Logan Paul will probably not be around the LWO. Nah, Logan, Logan coming out with uh, Big Bob Lashley. And and uh, Street Profits, Logan in a suit, coming out with those dudes. I love that this is all leading to Carlito versus uh, versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> it's good stuff. Main event anywhere in the 2000s era WWE. <laughs> Which is perfect because they'll just run it in Riyadh and the, the Crown Prince is just like, uh, just like I remember it. Yeah, yeah. Lo- the Logan and Ray confrontation will be will be pretty fun. Lo- yeah. I mean, Ray's like the most genuine babyface in in history, and um, Logan is Logan Paul. People don't like him, so and I understand why they don't like him. He's very good at leaning into that dislike of things. So that'd be good. Uh, that'd be good. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to SmackDown tonight. John Cena is going to be there doing something, doing John Cena things. Not. He will, I can confirm, John Cena will not be caught in the next man's sweater. So go ahead and report that, everybody. John Cena will be on SmackDown tonight, but he will not be in the next man's sweater. Uh, If you're writing news articles from the interviews that we do, thank you. And uh, please remember to credit us and do a link back to this video. Uh, Whatever. No, no, do it. I want want us to get proper, I want proper sourcing and I want proper, uh, you know, what's the word? I'm attribution done. attribution sure aggregation let's let's be good and leave a thumbs up on the video while you're here because that's what you're here for is the the, the content and the aggregation Joel, what the fuck is g love what i don't know i just got an email catch g love and special sauce i'm all i'm only into the savage sauce what is g love and special sauce i'm uh, trying to sell me tickets to this this guy is a very white dude with a guitar he's a rapper oh, okay all right. Well, I don't know if anybody wants to go to G Love and the Special Sauce. They're coming to Ohio. Here we go. G. Oh, I don't want to be on your mail list. G Love and Special Sauce are creators of their own genre, which automatically makes me tune out. The hip hop blues. By the way, the blues were anyway. Hip hop was born out of the blues, and blues was whatever. They are known for their unique and laid back rootsy sound that encompasses Delta blues, hip hop, rock and roll, soul and funk okay okay the latest record is called philadelphia mississippi i don't think i'm going to this concert i don't think you would be either no i think you'd rather go to a ghost concert 
I didn't mind them. I, you know, that wasn't that wasn't terrible. The the ghost. So. I think you and Denise have to have a conversation about using your influence collectively to put Taylor Swift and Ghost on a bill together. Do a big oh. event. The 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 Ghost of Swifty Past, or the the Ghost Swifty whatever, just whatever. The ghost that swift me. She did a song called Beautiful Ghost. So there, wonderful. Uh, the Beautiful Ghost Tour. Where Taylor Swift and Ghost. And then they do a crossover where she comes out wearing the mask and the the the, the stuff. And then she comes out in a dress. And oh God, this show is over. This sounds like something. I'm good like that. I had a lot of good a, good, a lot of good ideas today. Don't ask me what they were. Kid Rock, you can call me Tex. Rolling Sunset Woman with a bottle of Bex. Seen a Slimmy in the vet rolling down my glass and said, Yeah, this dick fits right in your ass. Joe Pearl at the Kid Rock concert, everybody. Are those actual lyrics? Yeah. Those are awful. It's cowboy, baby. Not me. <laughs> Tell you that much. Uh, let's get on out of here, Jeremy. Plug the stuff. Call me Hoss. I'm the boss with the sauce and the whores. That sounded more like Limp Biscuit because you were doing a, a Fred Durst kind of. Yeah, a little bit. That was a little, that was a little yeah. Fred Durst in there. Yeah. Are you going to plug stuff or what? Cuss like a sailor, drink like a hick. My only words of wisdom might have sucked my dick. Don't follow me on Twitter. Follow whoever you want on Twitter. I don't care. Follow Kid Rock on Twitter. <laughs> don't. Do not. Stop that. Don't. Thanks again to Vinny Pacifico and Eddie for joining us on the show. Uh, Sean Rossap showed up, so of course he's he's there. Uh, lots of stuff coming. FightfulSelect.com has all your news. Uh, and Bound for Glory is this weekend. So myself, Crest the Star, Stephen Jensen, we will be on the main channel on Saturday night post-show happening, talking about it. No no golden dollar signs for us. That'll be here. Instead, I'm done. I am Actual Pearl, J-O-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go check me on True Heel Heat. Go over to their channel. We're going to be talking about Bound for Glory, previewing that myself and SP3 real soon. So we'll see you then. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, be on the binary. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc